Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened on Friday? Uh, we had Amaziah. Hooray for oh, Amaziah. Right, that. And uh, he kind of listened to the prophet at first by firing the Mercenaries. mercenaries but then he went but all he was also like though but what about my money though right yeah 
And God was like, I'll pay you back. Don't worry. That didn't happen. Because he ended up being an asshole towards God. Yeah. And so then God was like, you know, fuck you, basically. Because he worshipped other idols. Yeah. So that was pretty much that chapter, I believe. Yeah, pretty much. He died. Yeah. I mean, because... You know, you gotta you gotta stick with God. And he got know? brought back to Dude, the city this is of the Bible. David on a horse with no name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was Second Chronicles chapter twenty five. Sure as fuck was. And today we're gonna be reading Second Chronicles chapter twenty six. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 26. Okay. All the people of Judah. All of them. All of them. No one left behind. 100% of them. Every single one. Had crowned Amaziah's 16-year-old son, Uzziah. Okay. As king in place of his father. That's I like putting 16-year-olds in charge of me all the time. It's good, it's good math. That, I mean, that works. Our 18-year-old is pretty cool. I would put them in charge I of us. I would put them in charge, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so. that's an that's outlier. Definitely our child is an outlier. Yeah, and at 16, I still don't, I don't know. I mean, do they even know how to cook dinner at that point? I mean, ours did. Yeah. Ours knew how to make ramen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there anything more important than ramen noodles? Not not a lot. I have to sneeze. Oh, it won't come out. I'm so sorry. Oh. Okay, I guess I don't have to sneeze after all. Continuing. Not a lot. As opposed to Raman. Right. Um, so anyways, after his father's death. What? No, no, no. What? We just got done saying there's not a lot of things more important than ramen noodles. Yeah. You should comment something about ramen noodles and then go back to what we're reading. Ramen noodles are pretty much the most important thing to eat. So as long as you got ramen, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, I would put our child in charge at the age of 16. Because ramen. Because ramen. Okay. Doi. After his father's death, Uzziah rebuilt the town of Elath and restored it to Judah. Good old Elath. <laughs> I was going to say good old Judah, but whatever. Okay, yeah. Uzziah was 16 years old, don't forget, when he became king. Yeah. And he reigned in Jerusalem 52 fucking years. He must have done what was pleasing in the Lord's eyes. I guess he did. I mean, if he learned that long. Either that or God isn't very good at his job. Mm, might be a combo of both. I right. don't know, but we'll find out because yeah. they will definitely tell us. Yeah. His mother was Jechaliah from Jerusalem. 
he did what was pleasing in the Lord's Hell sight. Hell yeah, I got it. Just as his father it. Amaziah had done. Wait, what? So, no, that's no, a lie. Not just they as said, his they father. They said that he was like half and half. He was like, yeah. he did good, but then he did bad. Yeah. He If he did just as good as Amaziah, he's he's dead duck. Yeah, he's mediocre. You know? he's, just like he's his dad. done for. So if he did good in the Lord's sight, then he did good not like his father. Right, yeah. He did Stupid. better. Uzziah caught caught <laughs> Uzziah sought God during the days of Zechariah. I would like to catch God, mm. who taught him to fear God. Okay. And as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. Right. Uzziah declared war on the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gath, Jabna, and Ashdod. Because God, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Then he built new towns in the Ashdod area and in other parts of Philistia. Mm. God helped him in his wars against the Philistines, his battles with the Arabs of Gur, and his wars with the Meunites. Yeah, those guys. Meunites. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. The Meunites paid annual tribute to him, and his fame spread even to Egypt. Wow. For he had become very powerful. I see. Because God. Because God. Right. Not because king and had money. No, and no. This is all God's doing. Yes, all God. Obviously. Uzziah built fortified towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the angle in the wall. You know that angle? Yeah, yeah. I Again, I've questioned this before. But like, if you are in God's grace, why do you need fortifications, though? That's a good question. You know? It's a good fucking question. Maybe he's planning on not being in his good grace at some point, and he's like, we're going to need some fortifications. Well, here's the thing. Maybe he doesn't trust God as much as he should, because if he's in God's That's good grace, thinking. he shouldn't have to fortify, because even if other people come to war, it shouldn't matter. He'll be right. Right. Right? Yeah. God will just fart in their general direction, and they mm-hmm. all go down. Exactly. You know? It's the way it should be. Yeah. But, no, he also constructed forts in the wilderness and dug many water cisterns, because he kept... Great herds of livestock in the foothills of Judah and on the plains. Mm. He was also a man who loved the soil. I love dirt. Do you love dirt? Dirt is great. It's way underrated. I heard that God made dirt and dirt don't hurt. I heard that God made us out of dirt. Dirt is dirt. Dirt Dirt is definitely dirt. And to dirt we return? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I got. We're stretching here. He had many workers who cared for his farms and vineyards, both on the hillsides and in the fertile valleys. Okay. Uzziah had an army of well-trained warriors ready to march into battle unit by unit. This army had been mustered, here mustered, (laughs) and organized by J.L., the secretary of the army, and his assistant, Meaziah. Okay. When I said you are mustered... Um, it's because you put mustard on everything. I do. I love mustard. And you're always like, babe, we need to get more mustard. Because mustard. can you put mustard on the grocery list? delicious. Hey, babe, don't forget to get more mustard. Because I need mustard. I know. That's why I said you're mustard. Yeah. Yeah. They were under the direction of Hananiah, one of the king's officials. These regiments of mighty warriors were commanded by 2,600 clan leaders. Okay. The army consisted of... 307,500 men, all elite troops. Wow. Where does elite fall in line with capable? I would say that's very capable. Elite, very capable? To me, lends to very capable, yeah. Is it better than capable? Um, Yeah, it's definitely better than capable. Or is it a degree of capability? 
I I don't know. I but I'm going with very capable though. They're at the very least they're very, very capable. capable. Yeah. Okay. We need to create a chart. You we know? really do. So there needs to be like not capable. I think that capable I, and then very capable. Well, I think that capability should be the measure. You know the unit. Yeah. And then it's just degrees of capability. Yeah. yeah. How capable are you? And then you could like even stretch the thing to like go to like. You could have like at the top of after after very capable. You could have like ultra capable or the three. You know, the like, three. Do are you the three beyond capable? Beyond very capable. Right. Yeah. And where's the thirty? The thirty they would be beyond. ultra capable. They would, they would yeah ultra they, they, yeah that'd be like above very capable but not quite the three, the three right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so okay they were prepared to assist the king against the enemy. Uzziah provided the entire army with shields, spears, helmets, coats of mail, bows, and sling stones. Well, that, I mean, he, he's equipping them with more stuff than the other guys had done in the past. Yeah, yeah. And he built structures on the walls of Jerusalem designed by experts to protect those who shot arrows and hurled large stones from the towers and the corners of the wall. Wow, this guy sounds like he's really involved in building infrastructure and stuff. It sounds like he's really prepped for war, though. Yeah. His fame spread far and wide, for the Lord, the Lord gave him marvelous help, and he became very powerful. Not those uh, people that were really adept at building walls and yeah. stuff and, yeah. and fighting. Exactly. Yeah, it was the Lord. Mm-hmm. But when he had become powerful, he also became proud. Oh, Uh-oh. man. So I he guess he is just like we, his father. Yeah, he's got a little bit mm, bad. Which led to his fucking downfall. Is that what it says? It says that which led to his downfall. Oh, okay. I added the F-bomb, well, yeah, obviously. obviously. But yeah, it says which led to his fucking downfall. Got it. He sinned against the Lord his God by entering the sanctuary of the Lord's temple and personally burning incense on the incense altar. Whoa, man. You don't burn incense Didn't on the Did you learn anything from Aaron's thing. sons? God. Shh. Azariah the high priest went in after him with 80 other priests of the Lord, all brave men. They confronted King Uzziah and said, um, excuse you, it is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord. That is the work of the priests alone, the descendants of Aaron, who are set apart for this fucking work. Get the fuck out of the sanctuary, for you have sinned, asshole. The Lord God will not honor you for this. No. Exclamation point. In fact, he's killed people for less. Mm, mm-hmm. He sure <laughs> as fuck has. He smote the fuck out of Aaron's own sons. Right. Uzziah, who was holding an incense burner, became furious. But as he was standing there raging at the priest before the incense altar in the Lord's temple, leprosy suddenly broke out on his forehead. <laughs> that's that's Man, how leprosy I hate works. It when leprosy just suddenly breaks out of my forehead. Like one day I was just standing there and God was like you did one f bomb too many, and I just had like leprosy. Leprosy. leprosy it broke out on my elbow. Place. Right. Yeah. On my elbow. Yep. Yeah. It was bad. It was. Yeah. I didn't stop cussing though, so I went no, away yeah. anyways. Right. When Azariah, the high priest, and all the other priests saw the leprosy, they rushed him out. They were like, "Get that nasty shit out right. of here! Ooh, don't touch him. He's unclean. Yeah, unclean." And the king himself was eager to get out because the Lord had struck him. I mean, yeah. So King Uzziah had leprosy until the day he died. Ooh, do you think, like, he did not reach out to God and be like, oh, I am so fucking sorry. I'm I'm the worst. Like, I really fucked up. Right. I was doing, I was on a good, and then yeah, like, I it, fell. How, how do I fix this, my man? Yeah, yeah. I guess he didn't do that. No, but, you know, if you have leprosy, you're not supposed to be allowed into any 
Ever. you know, religious things. Yeah. And you're going to be like sectioned off outside mm-hmm. of town in a leprosy camp. He lived in isolation in oh. a separate house for he was excluded from the temple of the Lord. Damn. His son Jotham was put in charge of the royal palace and he governed the people of the land. Wow. The rest of the events of Uzziah's reign from beginning to end are recorded by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. Okay. Damn. Interesting. When Uzziah died, he was buried with his ancestors. His grave was in a nearby burial field belonging to the kings. For the people said, his ass had leprosy. (laughs) And his Jotham, his son Jotham became the next king. The end. Interesting. Wow. So they didn't even bury him with the kings. No. He was buried in a fucking field. Really, the only thing that he, according to this this version right Mm -hmm. here, the only thing he really did wrong was to light incense not being a priest. Mm -hmm. And then God was like, Fuck you, leprosy. Everything good that you've done is undone. Yeah. Don't even care. And there's no fixing this. Sorry. Right. Yeah. There's no apology. Right. Wow. And And you're struck. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. I mean, well, he he seemed less bad than his father. Right. I mean, I'm just, by, by you know, his tears father, of bad. His father was buried in the city of David. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. This guy was less bad, but because he had he leprosy. He had leprosy. Yeah. He wasn't even allowed to be buried in the city of David. Right. This is bullshit. Right, right. This um, system is not across the board, and that bothers me. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not, not enforced fair. fairly, no. It's not fair, and I don't like things that are not fair. I like, agree. It's like if you're playing Monopoly, and you're like, but everybody who's left-handed gets an extra $100. Right. That's for no bullshit. reason. Yeah. And also, but if you land on this square, um, you have to go... Chop your wiener off. Whoa, I don't know. I'm like, not playing this game. Like, but it's the game of life. You don't have a fucking choice, mm, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. It makes no fucking sense. It's not across the board. It's not fair. I don't like those kinds of games. It's because it's not true. Right. But I'm just saying. You know, I'm. This is how they wrote it. But it's not true. Right. So that's right. all there is to it. Right. And you know, yet again, we've got stories that are but conflicting you know what? with even themselves. America's so. not true. So like. Our laws don't make fucking sense, and our laws ain't fair. Right. So, you know, this story could just as well be true. Yeah, that's true. I rail against all of the unfairness and inequality of our own system. Yeah. This is just more of the fucking same, just, you know, with old way back then guys instead of now guys. Right, right. So. Whatever. I hate it. I hate it. It, it makes me angry. Yeah. Reading this shit makes me angry. That guy should be buried in the fucking city of David, rep- leprosy or not. Right. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, that was Second uh, Chronicles chapter 26. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Second Chronicles chapter 27. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Yeah. Uh, Uzziah reigned. And he got kind of shit on by God, in my opinion. Yeah, he did. Because he was, like, really good. Most I mean, of his like, life. you know, biblically good. Right, right, right. Most of his life. And then he decided to not listen to a prophet, like, one time. And then God's like, fuck you, leprosy. Yeah, fuck you, leprosy. Right? I'm, I mean, it dude, did, how, many, how many shitty things have other kings done? And, they're, and God's like, eh, just do better, you know, man? Come on. Right. And it wasn't like... Fuck you, comma, leprosy. It was, fuck you, Uzziah. You get leprosy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
One, two, three, go. Rest of your life. The rest of your life, and you don't get to be buried where the good kings are. Right, because uh-huh. leprosy. Because leprosy. Like, he got... I, okay. Like, it, I know. It's, it's, I, all, I just, it's all a mixed there bag. There is no, like, consistency. No. Like, the, the punishments are not consistent or fair or, like, just or anything. I'm just not sure what we're supposed to learn here. I don't think we're supposed to learn shit. I think the Bible is crap. It is crap. And I don't believe that... I don't know. I don't believe that if there was a God that he would be this silly willy-nilly. Right. I I really just think that these are a bunch of stories that people have thrown together and and maybe based on real events, possibly, I don't know. Sometimes, sort every of. once in a while. And they're just attributing, you know, acts of God to certain things. And they're like... Well, that's like that sounds good. Let's throw that in there. That's God. And then every once in a while, they're like, "And you should learn your lesson." And I'm like, "But wh- which what lesson? lesson? What fucking lesson are we supposed to learn? The one where you can have thousands of wives and worship other things, and then all of a sudden you decide to be good one day, and God's like, "Okay, whatever." Or the one where you decide to be bad one day, and you're like, "Fuck, God just killed me or leprosy." And it's kind of like, yeah, I didn't need a book to tell me that life ain't fair. Right? I, I got that one all on my own. Check yeah. out my life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was Second Chronicles chapter 26. It sure as fuck was. And today we'll be reading... Second Chronicles chapter 27. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay. Second Chronicles chapter 27. Okay. Remember Jotham was just made king. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Cause the other guy had leprosy. Leprosy. And then he died. Leprosy. Leprosy. Yeah. Jotham was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. Okay. So if God let him be a dick for 16 years, then that's a God problem. But I, you, the, the last guy he reigned for what? Like That's what I'm 50 saying. Fifty years or something. These are God problems. And they said he was a kind of a dick. So yeah. Like, like he wasn't a dick, but he did wrong by God apparently. Yeah. So, I'm so like, these whatever. are God problems. So I'm not. I, yeah. I don't care. Right. You know, his mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. Jotham did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. He did everything his father Uzziah had done, except that Jotham. Did not sin by entering the temple of the Lord. Oh, on him. okay. Well, there you but go. But he only got to reign 16 years, so. I guess know? that that uh, that case of leprosy that his dad got. Really he was taught like, him uh, right from wrong. That. That's, that's not good. I ain't doing the leprosy. Right? But the people continued in their corrupt ways. Of course they did. I mean. Because they don't give a shit. Because they don't see God. Because God's not there. Yeah. Just saying. Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord. He also did extensive rebuilding on the wall at the hill of Ophel. Okay. Ophel. I like awful better. Awful. Mm-hmm. He built towns in the hill country of Judah and constructed fortresses and towers in the wooded areas. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Scenic, scenic towers and mm-hmm. fortresses. Like, it just Ooh. makes me think of Whoville, you know? Yeah. Isn't that what they sing? Something like that, yeah. That's pretty close. Jotham went to war against the Ammonites and conquered them. Mm. Boom, it was probably boom. in springtime, I'm guessing. I would think. You know? Over the next three years, he received from them an annual tribute of 7,500 pounds of silver. Wow. 50,000 bushels of wheat. Damn. And 50,000 bushels of barley. Ooh, he's doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody ever brings lots of, bushels lots of nothing. Of stuff. 
I need to go to war. <laughs> this spring, let's put on our galoshes and go to war. Yeah, yeah. Who's with us? We need, we need, we need <laughs> wait, to... wait. Did that just sound like I'm inciting a coup? Because oh, no. I'm totally not. No, Never mind. Nothing. Yeah. No, no war. Nothing. No war. Yeah, yeah. Put your boots away. Right. King Jotham became powerful because he was careful to live in obedience to the Lord his God. Good on him. The rest of the events of Jotham's reign, including all his wars and other activities, are recorded in... That fucking... Those fucking books. Those fucking books. Wait a second, though. Mm-hmm. He only reigned for 16... He was 25. Mm-hmm. He reigned for 16 years, which would make him, like, 41 when he maybe died. 36? Yeah. When he... when he, But, like... Yeah. They're just, they're just, like... He did a few things, and he was good, and... And then he died then, at the end. Then, you know, yeah. read the other books for the rest of the information. Yeah. But... He didn't do anything he was, too special. Like, if he was so good in God's eyes, then why didn't he reign longer and also live longer and... Have more recorded like, in, in this book it feels instead like, of those books. It feels like God doesn't really matter as to the length of your reign or mm-hmm. anything. He mm-hmm. just decides that he's going to punish whoever he wants to punish. And, mm-hmm. and then even if you aren't being punished, you still quietly die. Yeah. Like, yeah. like this guy reigns for 16 years and they're like, oh, he, was, well. he was a good king. Yeah. And, you know, but now we're going to we're going to move on now. Yeah. Anyways, next. Anyway, yeah, next king. Yeah. Like, it's, wait, wait, what what happened to him? It was very silly willy-nilly. They might say that he died in the next chapter, maybe. I don't know. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. So 25 plus 16. Yeah. Okay. And then he died. And But they didn't say how, right? When Jotham died, he was buried in the city of David. That's so, all we I mean, get. They, he, yeah. Yeah, he got to be buried in a good place, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then his son Azaz became Ahaz. Azaz. I kind of like Azaz better. <laughs> Ahaz became the next king. The end. I mean, okay. what? But yeah. No, I mean, if you're like, good with God, what could have possibly happened that you died after 16 years and 41 years of age? Yeah. What could have possibly happened? I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like some of these it. other fuckers live for goddamn ever and they do shitty things mm-hmm. and God's like, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't. I I know I know this is like a running theme with us, but like God's not really doing anything here. Mm-mm. They're just Mm-mm. they're just. I don't know. It's I, across the board nonsense because it's not across the board equality, equity, or um, pr- rewarding the kings that do good or punishing the kings that do bad. Like right, there's no right. there's nothing to even help us guess how it's going to go. Right. Yeah. No. And that's the consistency factor of it is just the part that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's no consistency to actions or, um, of, of good or bad that res- that result in certain things happening. I mean, that's why I said, I, I don't understand what we're supposed to be learning here. I... The only thing that I'm learning is that God, if in the fact that he exists in Canon, right. Is a dick. And is inconsistent and is not present in these people's lives. Right. And and you may still die early, but they won't point out that it was God's fault. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, great. Right. He must have cho- choked on a chicken bone or something, right? Mm-hmm. That's how he went out. And shit on the toilet due to a heroin overdose? I yeah, don't know. who knows? Well, I mean, heroin overdose probably wouldn't what happened, but, you know... Uh, you know, something it could, stupid. But it could just as easily have been. Right. Because who fucking knows? Got drunk, fell out a window. Right. I don't know. You, you know, who knows? Didn't have his ramparts built correctly and fell off his roof. <laughs> well, that's a sin, isn't it, if you don't build your ramparts correctly? Well, he had them built, but maybe, oh, you know, somebody yeah. 
Maybe the wood rotted. Could be. It's not a sin to have your rotten wood. I guess not. Yeah. He had it built, but then he fell off the roof. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Fuck cares. Whatever. We're wasting too much time on this. What was his name? (laughs) Uh, His name was um, Jotham. 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 I mean, he only reigned for like a second, so. I guess. Bye, Jotham. Right. On to the next. Yeah. Just let us never forget. We're just trying to read the Bible here, guys. Hey, you know, we it is what it got is. got another chapter done, whatever. That was Second uh, Chronicles chapter 27. Sure as fuck was, barely. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Second Chronicles chapter 28. We'll and just so you know, we're headed towards the end. Oh. Because there's only 30 some odd uh, chapters in this Bible. I'm liking or in that. in this book. In this Bible. In this Bible. <laughs> in this book. I'm liking that because... So, I'm getting sick of reading the stuff we already read back in Kings. I know. We were, we were just talking about it like, oh, Ugh. this is so painful. So, yeah, it, it hurts. It's it hurts tiresome. It. It's tiresome because so. we're like, sorry, we're being repetitive. I know. We feel bad. We're like, we already read this shit. Uh, we sorry. Read this shit. We're like, don't hate us. It's not our fault. Sorry. <sighs> but we're just reading the Bible. We're just reading the Bible. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And we did it. We did another chapter, And you guys. never know. Somebody might, like, look us up for reference, and somebody would point to, you know, Second Chronicles chapter 27. Mm-hmm. And they come to this, and they hear us, and they're like, oh, they sounded great. And they sound like they never read this before. And we're like, yeah, but we did. So, I mean, we didn't read this not chapter. this chapter, but the other one that's in Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Kings. Yeah, if you're just tuning in now, this is all a rehash of things that happen in First and Second right. Kings. Right, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Atcha. Right. So you could read this or Kings and probably get the same thing, except for the Chronicles guy is a little bit more up David's lineage's ass and God's ass. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. all right. Anyway, that was Second Chronicles chapter 27. And we'll be back tomorrow with Second Chronicles chapter 28. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, yeah. Jotham ruled for like five minutes and then he died and it wasn't because God did anything and whatever. He's dead now. He reigned for 16 years. Five minutes. No, the chapter was only five minutes. Okay, six minutes. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And then he was good most of the time and so he got to be buried in the city of David. The end. Yeah. But. That was the whole fucking chapter. He had one of the like shortest reigns of all the kings so far. Mm -hmm. And. He was one of the good ones. So like, it's almost through and like, through, right? It's almost like it doesn't even fucking matter what you yeah. do. No, it doesn't matter. You're still going to get it might in as the well end just, anyway. Might as well just worship the Asherah poles and all that shit because yeah. you're, you're going to live longer, apparently. That's, get, that's what I'm taking from this. Yeah. It, so Whether you are a complete and utter asshole. Right. Or yeah. whether you are the best, most God-fearing person ever, you're still going to get it from... Certain assholes. Yeah. I mean, like the last guy, he had leprosy, but he got to live longer. Yeah. So, and rain longer. I don't know. Live or leprosy. Yeah. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. Die or leprosy. What, what's your choice? It just doesn't fucking matter. I mean, I'll take it? the leprosy. Yeah. Fuck it, I'm still alive. Yeah. You know? It's true. And you don't get to, um, you don't have to be around other people and fuck with right? them. Right? You just read books all day. I know. Yeah. Right. See? Yeah. Although yeah. there weren't a whole lot of books back then. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but still. This Moses guy is getting real fucking boring. <clears throat> God, I read this book like 25,000 times. Uh, All right. That would be so painful. Yeah. yeah. Oof. I, it made me yawn just thinking about it. <laughs> All right. So that was Second Chronicles. Chronicles. Second Chronicles, chapter 27. Sure as fuck was. And today we'll be reading. 
Second Chronicles chapter 28. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 28. Okay. Here we go. Okay. It's about that kid Ahaz. Mm. What's he has? <laughs> what, what's, what's... He has life and he has kingship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was 20 years old when he became king. When he dies, can we say he's a has-been? Ah! <laughs> I think you said that the last time around. Seriously? God damn it. Yeah, I think you did. Why? Why? Mm. We got to get out of this chronicle. Right? Yeah, this is ruining me. All our jokes are old and ruining me. bad. So anyway, he was 20 and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. Another 16 years, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. It's a magical number. Right, yeah. He did not do what was pleasing in the sight of the Lord. So see, you can live 16 years not doing what's pleasing, mm-hmm. which means everything fun. Mm-hmm. Or you can do everything pleasing. I mean, not everything. I mean, killing people isn't fun. No. That's dumb. You shouldn't no. do that. You know, I mean, there's certain... Whatever. I'm just saying, like, you know, it seems like people that do the bad things, sometimes they have a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, 16 years good or 16 years bad. Either way... 16 years and you're done. Look, all I want to know is, is um, worshipping a Sherapoles, like, is that really so bad? I mean, I don't know what's involved in worshipping a Sherapoles. I know. that. So. I'm like, what does it involve? Right. Like, I want to get my tarot read this year. Is that equivalent to Sherapoles? I, mean, I mean, they were, it, tarot readers would get stoned in the street. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah, I guess that's bad. Mm. So... Um, I couldn't have ruled for 16 years. I mean, if you were king, they are going to listen to you mm-hmm. until they don't. And then right. somebody, I mean, you know, whatever, somebody's going to kill you. I'm just saying. Or you're going to die. It wouldn't make of, that big of like a difference. Like Rockfoot or something. But know? it wouldn't make that big a difference. Yeah, no, not that big. Okay, so anyway, he did not do what was pleasing in the sight of the Lord as mm. his ancestor David had done. Instead, he followed the example of the kings of Israel. Oh, but some Israel, of them were, Tui, like, Tui, just Tui, the last Tui. one was good the whole time. I know the last his dad, mm-hmm. his dad was good the yeah. whole time. Yeah, you're saying the kings of Israel. You're just lumping them all into no, one no, group. No, 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 no. We're talking about oh, Judah yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're I apologize. Talk- I know you did what I always do. Like Israel, it sounds like they should be the right, team we're right. rooting for. Yeah, right? no, I messed up. Yeah, so we Israel forgot. is the other group. This is the Judah group. Right? Yeah, sorry, yeah. my bad. He cast mental, me, mental, <laughs> metal images for the worship of Baal. Mm, Bad boy. Baal, huh? Baal, Baal. I want some metal images of Baal. I think that would be badass if I'm being honest. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. He offered sacrifices in the valley of Ben Hinnom. Okay, I don't like that. Even sacrificing his own sons in the fire. No, I ain't yeah, doing that. No, no, not good. No, I'm not about that. No. Uh, the only thing I want to sacrifice is like um, an incense stick. I could I could spare like if we got to get rid of Trump, I could spare you know. I could spare Stop Trump. it! <laughs> Stop it! No, I'm not even doing a murder. No, I didn't say. I said you know if we had to spare somebody, you know like. No, I'm not. I'm not advocating for that. Okay. I'm not. Right. I'm not even a little bit having that come back on me. <laughs> no, no, an incense stick or a candle is all I'm willing to do. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. In this way, he followed the detestable practices of the pagan nations the Lord had driven from the land ahead of the Israelites. Mm. He offered sacrifices 
and burned incense at the pagan shrines and on the hills and under every green tree. Every green tree, Damn, huh? He was busy. Not the brown ones, not the gold ones, but the he green ones. He was busy. Yeah, every green tree. Every one. Wow. Because of all this, the Lord his God allowed the king of Aram to defeat Ahaz and to exile large numbers of his people to Damascus. Mm. The armies of the king of Israel also defeated Ahaz and inflicted many casualties on his army. Wow, sounds like he was getting defeated all over the place. Yeah, but it sounds like he was just a bad king, not right. that like yeah. he was getting punished for I mean, doing obviously bad if you're a good king things. and you're good at war, you're going to win. If you're bad, you're going to lose. And again, the writers of history get to write these fucking ta- tales. So, mm-hmm. in a single day, Pika, son of Remaliah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. You're not going to call me out? No. Okay. Whatever. Okay. In a single day, Pika, son of Remaliah, Israel's king, killed 120,000 of Judah's troops. Mm. All of them experienced warriors because they had abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Yeah. Except that had they really, they're just following their fucking king. They're right. doing what the king says. Yeah. They're going to get in trouble if they don't. I, The way I've seen it, they've never really fully embraced the Lord. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't, mm-hmm. whatever. They embrace the king is what they do. Yeah, because that's who's in charge. Uh-huh. That's who's going to kill them. Yeah, exactly. Then, Zikri, a warrior from Ephraim, killed Maaziah, the king's son. Oh, man. Azrakam, the king's palace commander... And Elkanah, the king's second in command. Damn. The armies of Israel captured 200,000 women and children from Judah and seized tremendous amounts of plunder. I'm counting this and there's like, they've already gotten rid of like hundreds of thousands of their people. Mm -hmm. Like, who the fuck's left? I don't know, but they seized tremendous amounts of plunder, which they took back to Samaria. Obviously, I think there must be like five people alive left now. Probably. That's what it seems like. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I did a count, and that sounds about right. Maybe six. I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But a prophet of the Lord named Obed was there in Samaria when the army of Israel returned home. Okay. He went out to meet them and said, okay, wait, this is Israel. Yeah, Israel. Okay. He went out to meet them and said, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, he was angry with Judah and let you defeat them, but you have gone too far. Killing them without mercy. And, um, well, all heaven is disturbed. And now you are planning to make slaves of these people from Judah and Jerusalem. What about your own sins against the Lord your God? Listen to me and return these prisoners you have taken, for they are your own relatives. Watch out, because watch out. We're good with you killing them. Yeah. Going to, you know, war with them. Mm-hmm. But you can't enslave them. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, put that's, them back. That's, too, that's one step too far. Put them back. Kill them all day. But, you know... Yeah. No enslaving them. Watch out! Because now the Lord's fierce anger has been turned against you. I mean, excuse me, but wasn't the Lord's anger already turned against them? Because they were like, yeah, they're split already apart got, from like, Judah? Yeah, they've been doing bad this whole time. Shouldn't the Lord be angry at them all the fucking time? Right. But no, apparently sometimes they win. Yeah. Because God needs them to be the better group when he's more angry at the other group at and Judah. whatever. And uh, it's so none confusing. Of it, it's, so, it's so... It's stupid. It's like a goddamn soap opera. And you know what? I don't watch um, daytime television. No. I don't no. watch game shows. I don't watch. Oh, remember? remember this would be those... like the days of our God, right? The days of our God. <laughs> or um, one God to live. Right. Yeah. 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 General or General God. God. There we go. <laughs> Guiding God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember all of those law shows? Like 
the one like Judge Judy and oh yeah all yeah. That. I never watched them because they made like as a teenager, literally as a teenager, they made me angry. Yeah. And oh, and like oh, who was that one guy where um you would go on to get your paternity tested? Like you're the father. I mean, there was Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Like, all of my friends loved fucking Jerry Springer. They loved that show. And I, oh, it made me, it burned me up. Like, I would get so angry if that show was on. I would have to turn it off. I couldn't. It was. I hated all of those shows. To me, they were just, like, the epitome of stupidness. And now here I am as an adult, and those kinds of shows are still on. And, like, I still judge people that watch them. I Yeah, no, I get it. Like, why do y'all watch that kind of TV? Why? Sometimes... Sometimes it's just fun to watch some trash. Okay, and I I know because then I'm like, okay, but like sometimes I read trash books and sometimes I listen to trash music and we all like trash and like I try to remind myself like we all we all consume garbage and right. who gets to be the arbiter of which garbage is better than others? I know, I know, I know. Ooh, you know what? We all get to be so the much. arbiter of ourselves for what is garbage and what is not. It's true. Right? Yeah. Well, so, I hate reality TV so much. And I'm just much. as guilty as you are. We've talked about it before. I am a fucking snob for music. You so. are a snob and a half for music. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's, like, just at least half of why I love Britney Spears and the like. Because you just uh, go against me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're such a fucking snob about yeah. it. Yeah. And you know what? Some of Britney Spears' songs, they smack. They slap. They yeah. slam. I mean, Toxic's they, pretty damn they good. They boom. That song is good. I, I just you're toxic look, and I'm, I'm sitting here talking under. on a podcast with you, and I just your husband. Me, I know you pulled that. I out. I just admitted that Toxic is pretty good. It is a good on song. a podcast. I know with other people listening. Yeah, it's true. So it's I true. I don't want you to say that I've never said anything good. I won't about your Britney. Okay, you also with regard to Taylor Swift, you also you're like pushing the song, your luck now. You like the song <laughs> Blank Space. That's a good song. Yeah. And it's a good video. Yeah. That is a good end. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Okay. Then some of the leaders of Israel, Azariah, son of Jehonanan, Berechiah, son of Meshulamoth, Jehiz, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jehizkayan, son of Shalom, and Amasa, son of Hadlai. All them guys agreed with this and confronted the men returning from battle. Dude, you must not bring the prisoners here, they declared. We cannot afford to add to our sins and guilt. Our guilt is already great. They know they're (laughs) they're like, yep, we sin. We suck over here. You better not add to it. Stop. We're bad. Our guilt is already great. And the Lord's this bad, not that bad. I know the Lord's fierce anger is already turned against Israel. Good, stupid face. So the warriors released the prisoners and handed over the plunder and the sight of the leaders and all the people. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Seriously? You just handed sure. them back their people. That exactly happened. Wow. I believe you. That's I totally crazy. believe you. That's fucking crazy. I, by I believe you, I mean I exactly do not believe right? you. Right? You wouldn't just hand back hundreds of thousands of people. Nope. Then the four men just mentioned by name, those guys. Yeah. They came forward and distributed clothes from the plunder to the prisoners who were naked. <laughs> I mean, for no reason. That's other than nudity is always funny. <laughs> how how do they all end up? It says they're naked, right? It says they were naked. Okay how how do they all end up naked? Why are they naked? Why do you think? Because they were probably raped before they got there. 
probably. I mean, just, I mean that's my theory. Yeah, based and also on because biblical it's, things, and it's humiliating. Yeah, and that too. They love humiliation. They provided clothing and sandals to wear, gave them enough food and drink, and dressed their wounds with olive oil. Suddenly, they loved them. Mm. Yeah, they put those who were weak on donkeys and took all the prisoners back to their own people in Jericho, the city of Palms. Damn. And then they returned to Samaria. Oh, sorry. Sorry I tried to kill you. Just sorry about that whole raping and pillaging. Yeah. Here, go. Get. Right. Get on the road. Go back home. Sorry. Don't don't kill us as much, God. Thanks. Yeah. At that time, King Ahaz of Judah asked the king of Assyria for help. He Mm. was like... Yeah, my peeps are coming back home, but I'm I'm still, mm, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm not done being mad. The armies of Edom had again invaded Judah and taken captives. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the Philistines, my God, they had raided towns located in the foothills of Judah and in the Negev of my Judah. God, he's getting oh, attacked by everybody. Oh, he's getting it left and right. right. Oh, this is so bad. They had already captured and occupied Beth Shemesh, Aijalon, Gedareth, Soko with its villages, Timna with its villages, and Gimzo with its villages. I feel like Beth Shemesh is like in every fucking story we've read. It is. Like it's it must be like this central like fighting point there or something. It is. So it's like a really cool like, hey, city, like Beth right Shemesh, in the middle. What's up, man? What's up, Beth? We're gonna, we're gonna take you. And then we're gonna take you back. Then we're gonna take you again. To the left, to the left. <laughs> the Lord was humbling Judah because of King Ahaz of Judah, for he had encouraged his people to sin and had been utterly unfaithful to the Lord. Mm. Well, yeah, he sacrificed his sons in fire to Baal. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. Pretty he much did. shows no regard mm-hmm. for the belief in God. Yeah, he did a big bad. He yeah. was the baddest bad. Because if you believed in God, you wouldn't mm-hmm. even come near doing that. Right. At least just that. That's it's my not, theory. It's not just that he like picked a different God. Like, I like this one better. He said, I exactly don't even believe in you. Right. He said, fuck you, Yahweh. You don't even exist. Baal is my God. Yeah. So, when King tiglath Pilasar of Assyria I arrived, he attacked Ahaz instead of helping him. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ahaz took valuable items from the Lord's temple, the royal palace, and from the homes of his officials and gave them to the king of Assyria as tribute. But guess what? What? This did not help him. Mm. Just so you know. Yeah. Even during this time of trouble, King Ahaz continued to to reject the Lord. I started to say to direct the Lord, but he did not direct the like, Lord. Like, the guy just came to conquer you, and then you gave him stuff so he didn't kill you. Yeah. And you're like... Still and fuck Yahweh. still doesn't believe in God. Which means that he may not even fucking know about God, because... Yeah. I mean, if you... If there was a choice... Right. There, There is no choice, because if there was a choice between, mm-hmm. oh, I can have it all... And everything will be fine. Or I can put my sons in a fire and dance on a <laughs> right, and get shit for it and get yeah, killed. And get punished. The choice is pretty fucking simple. Yeah. Like, there is no choice there. Right. If if the choice is between winning and mm-hmm. killing your sons in a fire, mm-hmm. you're going to go with winning. Yeah. I don't care who the fuck you are. Exactly. So, there wasn't a choice. They don't give a fuck about God. God wasn't an entity that they even cared about. No. No. Not at all. Maybe they didn't hardly even know about him. Right. That's what I'm thinking. So, I, yeah. Yeah. Go God. You're the, awesome. You just don't. They're acting like this was a choice. Right. He, That's not he a fucking decided choice. wrong. He picked the wrong square on 
um, Jeopardy. Yeah. He he picked the wrong box. Did you love it when somebody like on Jeopardy they they pick like the thousand dollar box like right off the bat? Like you know how they yeah they jump the gun they right jump to the bottom and then they don't get the question right. Oh. And I'm like ha ha. No, it makes <laughs> sucks me, to be you. It burns me up. I'm Does like it? I'm like you skip to the bottom and then you didn't even know it. You <laughs> dumbass. Like as though I knew it and I right I didn't no, but I it didn't. Just, but I'm it makes like, me feel good kind of. In the inside See, a and it bit. makes me mad at them because I'm like, yeah, maybe well. maybe you should have worked up to that and seen what the category was actually right? about. Yeah, got to warm up. Yeah, got yeah. to get those easy ones in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He offered sacrifices to the gods of Demiascus, who had defeated him, for he said, "Since these gods help the kings of Aram, they'll help me too if I sacrifice to them." I mean, at least that sounds a little bit logical, right? Those right. guys beat me. Let's worship their gods. Yeah. That makes right? sense. Yeah. I, I could buy that. Right. But instead, they led to his ruin and the ruin of all Judah. Those gods sucked. Mm. Yeah. Those gods. Yep. The king took the various articles from the temple of God and broke them into pieces. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple so that no one could worship there. And he set up altars to pagan gods in every corner of Jerusalem. <laughs> it sounds to me that he's like every god ever, any god ever. Help! Help! But not Yahweh. Right. Every god but Yahweh. Yeah. I mean, he saw what happened to his dad. Right? Yeah. So well, he's you like... You only got to live 16 years and dude fucking killed you. Yeah. That, Whatever. That god was dumb. He's a fucking dick. Yeah. He made pagan shrines in all the towns of Judah for offering sacrifices to other gods. In this way, he aroused... You said aroused. <laughs> the anger of the Lord, the god of his ancestors. Oh, he did not just shun God. He pissed God off. Yeah. Yeah. God was asleep until then, and then God turned over and was like, the fuck is poking me? Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm going to get you, Ahaz. Right. I am mad at you, sir. Yeah. I'm going to make you in a... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that, but gonna, it made you laugh. I gonna, yeah, well, I was going to bring back the uh, has-been, but then it didn't work. Like, it didn't roll off my tongue. No. It didn't work in my brain. But And then I was like, nope, got to stop right there. Yep, and, that's not going to work. But you you had gone too far. In my head, it was funny. You know how things are funny in your head sometimes? All the time. Everything's funny like, in my head. that's going to be fucking funny. And then you go to say it, and you're like, nope, nope, nope. that's not going to work. Nope. I got to stop. Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah, that happens Sometimes I say it anyway. But, like just you know. now. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the events in Ahaz's reign and everything he did from beginning to end, all of it. All of it. They are recorded in, oh my God, get this. Those fucking books? No, no. no. What? The Book of Kings (gasps) of Judah and Israel. Oh my God, it has the words there? Yeah, for the first time. Oh my God, what's going on? They're recorded in the Book of Kings of Judah and Israel. Holy shit, something crazy is going on. I I kind of feel like this chapter just changed my life. But it's It's the the first time. It's those fucking books. It's those fucking books. They're in, in the first time. They're here. In this, in this in Bible our, that we're little, reading. Sorry, this is a big deal to us. You guys don't really know what we're talking about because we're sitting here reading the thing that we normally read. And it, those things just, are never in the text. They're never there. So it's become a joke that we, it's a blank. Yeah, and we so had to we look always, it up. Like when it first happened, we're like, what's going on here? Yeah, we had to what look it up in things? one of our Q&As. Covered this just for anybody who And this happened didn't all know. through Kings and mm-hmm. Chronicles. Yeah. And it never has the names of the books. Ever. And Ever. so we had to look them up. And so we always say, you know, those fucking books. Those as fucking a, books. As a reference to. I feel to... like someone's testing us here or I know, you know. But we, we got right. it. We, we got saw it. it. Yeah. We got it. They're like, are they reading this from our website? We sure as fuck are. <laughs> we sure as fuck are reading this from your website. 
Well, now they know, I guess. I guess they know. Yeah. Well, I mean, what you gonna Probably do? Get a fucking cease and desist letter now. Whatever. I'll read the Bible <laughs> from somewhere else. It's the fucking Bible. Yeah, no, I know. It's the word of God. It belongs to no man. That's what I've been told. Exactly. And I will take that to fucking court. Hell yeah. These words belong to no man. They belong to God. That's what I've been told. Otherwise, I want this court to say that it is not the word of God, Preach. and therefore it is not copyrighted. <laughs> So, you know, pick one and get there. You can't have it both ways. That's all right. I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. okay. So anyway, they are recorded in the book of kings of Judah and Israel. Well, that's pretty amazing. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's where they are. Okay. When Ahaz died, he was buried in Jerusalem, but not mm. in the royal cemetery of the kings of Judah. Mm. You know why? Because he was a dick. He was a fuckface. I mean, yeah. to God. Right. You know. yeah. yeah. Not that I give a shit. Right. Personally. Then his son Hezekiah became the next king. The end. All right. Okay. Yeah. That happened. It did. So that was Second Chronicles chapter 28. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we're going to be back with Second Chronicles chapter 29. We will see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, yeah, he has roasted his uh, sons on an open flame. He did, and, like chestnuts, man. Right? Yeah, it is the season. I so, guess. Yeah. And uh, he didn't do anything that was pleasing in the Lord's eye. Nothing. Nothing. But he lived as long as his dad, who did some things that were pleasing. Yeah. So. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. It fuck cares. Yeah. You know. Worship Yahweh. Yeah, just, you, worship a You do holes. you, man. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. Because but God, don't But don't kill your kids. Yeah, don't, but, yeah. But not No, because... you doing you means do you. Don't, don't do your kids. Don't, <laughs> I mean, in more ways. Yeah, don't, yeah. Yeah. Just don't do that. Don't be bad, but not because you're scared of ending up in, like, some Hell. scary dark place. Right, there's, there's, there's being godly, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. And then there's being, you know, not godly, but not a murderer, which is cool. Yeah. Just, you know, just be just a decent person. Be somewhere between not godly and not a murderer. Right. Definitely not on the further end of that scale. I mean, really, Wheaton's law applies here. Don't, Don't be, be a, a dick. dick. Right. Yeah. yeah God's definitely. a dick. God, God is definitely a dick. We haven't said that enough lately. Well, God does not follow Wheaton's law. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. So, anyway, that was... Uh, oh, wait. He got aroused last uh, He sure did. Two. God yeah, got right? aroused. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that was a thing. Yeah, that was so, a thing. Right. Um, so that was Second Chronicles chapter 28. Mm, sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be reading... Nice Chronicles, Second Chronicles chapter 29. Let's go do this shit. Mm. Okie dokie. Second Chronicles chapter 29. Okie dokie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gee whiz. Gee willikers. No, I'm I'm oh. saying like an old-fashioned person, you know, like, gee whiz. Right, okay. This is fun. I feel like gee willikers has gone out of fashion, though. I, I never liked jolly, golly gee willikers. No? I, ne- I never liked it. Man, you did the whole thing. You got the whole thing in there. Golly gee willikers. Golly gee willikers. No, I just Where the like, fuck did that come from, anyway? Like, what is that? stupid. I don't what know. What is a willikers? Does anybody know what a williker is? I mean, that's what Google's for. Right. No, I know. I Get know. back to us, you Someone's guys. doing a Google search right now. I know. You know? <laughs> As well they should. Right? Right? All right. Gotta know what a williker is. Hezekiah, not a williker, was 25 years old when he became the king of Judah. 
Okay. And he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. Damn, compared to the last two, that's forever. Right? Yeah. His mother was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, well, just just as his ancestor David had David, done. David, well, we're going all the way back to David now. Back huh? to David. You know, I, I love it how sometimes they're like, this person in between, they were just as good as them, but then sometimes they go all the way back to David, and like they bounce around to who they compare them to. And it's yeah. like, why are we comparing them to this person this week? Yeah. I don't get it. Doesn't, this guy must have been awesome. There must be a scale of how good and how bad these kings were, right? Like, that's where we're missing the scale. We need like a king scale how for David, good versus bad. How right? David are you? How, <laughs> <laughs> well, who was the guy that was the really bad one? How Jehoshaphat are you? Jehoshaphat. Wasn't he, wasn't he one of the bad ones? He was one of the bad ones, but he wasn't the bad one. How Israel are you? How Israel right? are so, you? Right? So like from David to Israel, how bad are you? Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. you got to come up with a scale. Yeah. Like, for the ones that, like, started out good, but then in, like, their last year, they were suddenly like, just kidding, I'm the worst. Right, right. Okay, that was it for that little section. Just oh, okay. Just two sentences. That was, that was it, Yeah, huh? and yeah. now we're going to talk about Hezekiah and what he does. Okay. Okay? Yeah. In the very first month of the first year of his reign, Hezekiah reopened the doors of the temple of the Lord and repaired them. Getting started early. Mm-hmm, He's got to mm-hmm. get that. He's got to get in with the Lord right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good, you know? Yeah. Because his father had totally fucked all that shit up. Right. He had closed them doors. Apparently, this guy is one of the sons that he didn't sacrifice to Baal. Oh, yeah. Wait. So. What the what? It said he he threw his sons on the fire. Yeah, but maybe not all. He had to save one, at least for, you know. I guess he saved one for for the sake of um, the Hereditary, whatever, yeah. Yeah, the. You got to pass that shit on to somebody. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he opened the door and repaired them. Right. Or he repaired them and then opened the door? I don't know. I don't know either. Whatever. He summoned the priests and Levites to meet him at the courtyard east of the temple. Mm. He said to them, listen to me, you Levites. (laughs) You Levites. I love it when he says that, or like when any of them say that. Listen to me, you XYZ. Right, it sounds like such an insult or something. It does. Like, okay. Listen to me, you husband. Like, does that sound like... I'm about to say something friendly. good. No, it does not sound friendly. It's kind of like if I said, we need to talk. Right. Like, Only, that's nicer though. But that never bodes well. Never bodes if well, I but said, that's still nicer. If I came up to you one day and I was like, honey, we need to talk. When you say you whatever, that's not good. No, you, that's, you. okay, look, that's anger. That's, if I said, honey, we need to talk. That means that like, there's something serious. We might be getting a divorce. But if I just said, <laughs> listen to me, you husband, that means I'm really tired of you not taking out the goddamn trash. Right, right. I'm not going to divorce you or anything, but you husband, you, I'm really upset. Right. Yeah. But we need to talk. Yeah. You never know if that was just the last time that that non-trash taking out thing, like it was too many. Yeah. It was too many and we need to have a chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like li- literally, though, what would you do if I said that? I don't think I've ever said that I to don't you. Know. I I, I mean, would I'd, I would lose my shit. I'd probably laugh, but you know, if you came up to me and were like, "Wife, babes, we need to talk." Yeah. I I think I would cry. Like you think before so? you said anything, I think I would be like, "Oh my god, what? <laughs> what happened? What did you cheat on me? What's oh happening? God. What?" Okay, sorry. Anyway, back to the story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, never say that. Never. Ever. Yeah. He said to them, after, you know, he said. The Levites. You Levites. You Levites. 
Listen to me, you Levites. Purify yourselves and purify the temple of the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Remove all the defiled things from the sanctuary. Our ancestors were unfaithful, and they did what was evil in the sight of the Lord our God. Mm -hmm. They abandoned the Lord and his dwelling place. They turned their backs on him. They also shut the doors to the temple's entry room. Oh my God, not shutting the doors. And That's horrible. You know Why would you shut did? the doors? You know what else they did? What did they do? They snuffed out the fucking lamps. Oh my God, not snuffing out the lamps. You know what else they did? What, what did they do? They stopped burning incense and presenting burnt offerings at Holy the sanctuary. fuck, how do you stop burning incense? And that's crazy. This is some crazy shit. These people are insane. They should like burn in hell. At the sanctuary of the God of Israel. <laughs> Can I finish my sentence sure, here? Sure. That is why the Lord's anger has fallen upon Judah and Jerusalem, he continued. Mm, okay. He has made them an object of dread, comma, horror, comma, and ridicule, as you can see with your own fucking eyes. Right. Because of this shit, our fathers have been killed in battle, and our sons and daughters and wives have been captured. Yeah, they have. They have, and they were they naked. Were. They were, yeah, they were naked. They were. That's why they at least aroused for a while until they got the clothes back. Yeah, yeah, but not before they aroused God. Right. But now, I will make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel, so that His fierce anger will turn away from us. Yeah, good idea. My sons, do not neglect your duties any longer! How do exclamation you, I, point. Just out of curiosity, how do you think that they are aware that this is God's anger? Did somebody just tell them this? They Did found God that book. come down and tell they I mean they like, found a copy of the book. But like how do you determine that it's God's anger? Just anything know. that goes wrong? Is, yeah. But then why do people turn away from God? And why do some people like why do they never worship God except for like every once in a while? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. You could ask that question today. Right, right. I mean, I, I do not understand the ins and outs of it. Okay. So I don't know. Ask I'm just, a, I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, ask a Christian. Ask somebody who's Jewish. I don't want to ask know. a Christian. They never give me good answers. Ask somebody who's Jewish. They might give you a better answer. They might actually. Yeah. No. I I literally don't know the answer to that question. Okay. All right. The Lord, he continued, has chosen you to stand in His presence, to minister to Him, and to lead the people in worship and present offerings to Him. He hmm. chose you. Yeah. He chose y'all. Right. Yeah. Because they were born Levites. Yeah. So they were chosen many, you know, whatever generations ago. I, I love ago. being born to the right family. Right. Oof. Yeah. Imagine makes... imagine if you don't get born to the right family. Man, that sucks. You might end up living in the Midwest, Ohio. What, I mean, yeah, right? Like, what if you were family? born into an Indian family in like the Bronze Age? Then you wouldn't you wouldn't know that God's yeah. punishing you because you've never heard of the fucker. Because you got born on the wrong place. Right. You were That's born in the wrong get. place. Why? Why did you get born on the wrong place? Stupid. That was dumb of you. Why oh did you gosh. do that? You should have been born better. Right. My goodness. You gotta you gotta try harder. Make better choices, stupid. Definitely. Then these Levites got right to work. Did they? They right did. They got right to work. Okay. From the clan of Kohath. Mahath, son of Amasai, and Joel, son of Azariah. From the clan of Merari. Kish, son of Abdi, and Azariah, son of Jehelalalal. <laughs> Well, you try to say I'm there's not, lots no. of L's in there. Just move on along. From the clan of Gershon, <laughs> Joah, son of Zima, and Eden, son of Joah. Joah and Joah made Joah. Mm. From the family of Elizaphan, Shimri and Jael. Okay. From the family of Asaph, Zechariah and Mataniah. From the family of Heman, <laughs> Jehiel and Shemai. 
from the family of Jeduthun. Jeduthun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that one. Jeduthun. Okay. Shemaiah and Uziel. These men called together their fellow Levites, and they all purified themselves. Oh, they, good. They took good. a bath together. Right, <laughs> yeah. Then they began to cleanse the temple of the Lord, just as the king had commanded. They, I bet they burned sage. You think so? Which is funny, because that's what Wiccans do. Yeah. That shit smells good. How do you think they, like, what, do you think they had soap back then? Did they have soap? Yeah. Why? How do you know they had soap? Because they... What do they use, what do they use to make the soap? They had, um... I mean, it wasn't the same soap that we have today, but it's it's stuff that, it, I don't know. Oh, okay. They had soap. I thought maybe they were just throwing water around and like scrubbing things down with water. I mean, it was like a a scrubby sand kind of soap mm. or something. You think and so? it probably had flowers and stuff in it. Man, you you got a whole list of ingredients here. I do. I, I mean, I don't know how you came up with them, but. I, I have a whole list in my head. Yeah. I think they just as likely used, you know, shit statues to that hardened in the, you know, the, what were those cow patty things that we were looking <laughs> yeah, at? Right? The cow chips. Yeah. They, oh they could have been just scrubbing with cow, some cow chips. No, they didn't. No? no they didn't. I mean, they don't, they don't know what's good and bad, you know? I think that they had so smelling long ago, good stuff. They could have thought that cow shit cleansed the fucking room, you know? Okay, but stuff that smells good has always smelled good. You know? I mean. You weren't around to smell what B.O. They didn't have deodorant back then. You don't know what people smelled like. Maybe cow shit smelled good back then. You know then. what? I have lived in European countries where their ideas of um, body cleansing and body odor is much different than Americans. Yeah. And um, I don't like. I don't want to be disparaging and say like they stink. They they have a very different understanding. Not understanding. A very different. It's just a different culture. Like they don't shower every day because you know they don't have the same hang-ups we do with right. like wash every day but you could stop but they don't have the same hang-ups that we do because like that can apply across the board for a lot of things i find it funny that the, a lot of the people here in america that like they shower every day but they don't always wash their hands after they pee i mean yeah seriously yeah and i'm like you care a lot except that you don't right right like, what you do is you pretend yeah and I know a lot of the people. Like, I have a list of people in my close circle that I could name off that shower every day that do not wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. Right. That's nobody in this house because right. I would fucking come unglued. Right. But I have a list of names. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, just because you shower every day doesn't mean you're all special. Right. Good for you that you wear deodorant. But you're not better than other people in other I, countries. I never claim to be. I'm not talking to you. I'm oh. talking to general you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm talking to Americans right. that think yeah. that. We are now not better than other cultures. We are not superior to other cultures. Right. Other cultures are simply different. They're and simply honestly, different. You know, as far as rankings go with regard to like, you know, healthcare and some learn. Um, school, uh, Education. Educa yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. You really muffed that. <laughs> Yes. Things like that. We don't rank that well. You we know? don't rank that well. So, uh, so we're yeah. not not top dog. You know what? We have a really big fucking missile the arsenal. We're not the best country. I I I kind of agree. We're not know? the best country. I kind of agree. We, I think we could be. Oh, I think we have the potential to be the best thing for this world if we yeah. just put everything that we have here to use and and did it correctly. And and picked up all the good stuff that other countries are doing that, that they do better. Right. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. It would be so cool. We certainly have the resources to do everything right here. Yeah. We just don't do it. Yeah. Which sounds like, quote, unquote, you hate America. You don't like it here or leave. No. No, you didn't hear what I said. 
No, you know what? That I, I got to stop you right, right there. But just, just for a second, because you and I, growing up, were probably two of the most patriotic people on the goddamn planet. Until America country. herself burst our fucking bubble. Right. Yeah. No, fuck you people that say that fucking um, being mm. patriotic is this, that, or the other. No, patriotism is... No. Just no, no, just no. Yeah, no, just no. We we have freedom of speech. That defending that to its fullest extent, that is patriotism. We have I, I just I can't I can't explain. I, I don't I, I can so, get a lot this would be a whole other episode, so I need to stop. I know, and you're getting I mad. Stop. I'm you're getting, getting mad worked up. Because I hate people that say that they're patriotic when they're fucking Trumpers and I'm like, no, you don't You don't get to own the you're term You're a fucking fascist. Yeah. And you don't get to own the term um, patriotic, right? And tell me that I'm not just because I want godly, better for people. People who are godly claim that they are the ones that are patriotic. I'm like, this God wasn't even founded on gods. I mean, this God wasn't founded on gods. This country, this wasn't country founded on gods. wasn't founded it's on that gods. education thing again. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. So okay, back to the Bible. Right? Now. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, I know. They were careful to follow all the Lord's instructions in their work. The priests, because you know they're cleaning up. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. The priests went into the sanctuary of the temple of the Lord to cleanse it. And they took out to the temple courtyard all the defiled things they found. Mm. From there, the Levites carted it out to the Kidron Valley. They burned that shit, I bet. Probably. Ooh, listen to this. They began the work in early spring. Wait, that's wartime. Yeah. What are they doing? They were warring against um, the defiled objects. Got it. Yeah. And against the... They were warring against... Ungodlike behavior. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. So they did this in early spring on the first day of the new year, and in eight days they had reached the entry room of the Lord's temple. Then they purified the temple of the Lord itself, which took another eight days. That shit must have been fucking defiled as fuck. It took them. I don't know what defiled means exactly, but there was a lot of defilement going on there apparently because mm-hmm. eight days twice. To yeah. Get, like damn. Yeah. yeah. The fuck. So the entire task was completed in 16 days. Damn, God created the entire everything in under Well, that a was week. God, not Levites. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. I'm just saying. Then the Levites went to King Hezekiah and gave him this report. Report, report, report. We have cleansed the entire temple of the Lord, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the table of the bread of the presence with all its utensils. You guys go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have also recovered all the items discarded by King Ahaz when he was unfaithful and closed the temple. They are now in front of the altar of the Lord, purified and ready for use. Awesome. Okay, there's this really cute show, and I can't remember what it's called, but um, they're like these octonauts or whatever. Like, they're under the the sea in their little submarine, and they go around and they discover new um, critters in the water, Mm -hmm. and they always go, creature report, creature report, (laughs) and it's so fucking cute. And I, that's what I was thinking when I was saying report. Got it. It's adorable. Okay. I, I really, it makes me very happy. Yeah. Early the next morning, King Hezekiah gathered the city officials and went to the temple of the Lord. They brought seven bulls, seven rams, and seven male lambs as a burnt offering. That's not very many. I'm just no, saying. no. Like nothing like those hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. from whoever that was. Back when. when. They did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Together with seven male goats as a sin offering for the kingdom, for the temple, and for Judah. That's 
Okay. Yeah. That's a I mean, few. you got to get started somewhere, though. That's you know? true. I'm not judging. Right. I'm just pointing out that it's not as many maybe, as maybe Ahaz was sacrificing so many goddamn things to Baal that there wasn't a lot left. You know. Okay. Maybe okay. they were maybe they were short on sacrificial things. And maybe I mean he was sacrificing his sons, mm-hmm. which would indicate to me that he's out of other things to sacrifice. <laughs> so he know. ran out. <laughs> and also maybe. They're just starting with just a group of them to sure. purify themselves, the Levites right, and the king right. and stuff. They're a little small group before it's a they small, like small small introduction. Like you, this is like the um the special cast. Like this is the cast and crew um sacrificial meal thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. This is before we get big and spread it out. Right, right. Okay. The king commanded the priests who were descendants of Aaron, because you know they're Levites. Yeah. To sacrifice the animals on the altar of the Lord, so they killed the bulls, and the priests took the blood and sprinkled it on the altar. Hooray for blood! Yay, love me some blood. <laughs> Next, they killed the rams and sprinkled their blood on the altar. As and you finally, do. right, they did the same with the male lambs. The male goats for the sin offering were then brought before the king and the assembly of people who laid their hands on them. The mm. priests then killed the goats as a sin offering and sprinkled their blood on the altar to make atonement for the sins of all Israel. I wonder if they let one go, though, as the scapegoat. I don't know. That was... That was way back. That, yeah, that was some other ceremony, I think. Mm-hmm. That was some sort of festival-y ceremony thing. Yeah, but this is a sin ceremony. Yeah. Thing, you know. Sure. Sin offerings. They don't talk about that goat thing, though, much. No, they don't. At all. No. I was just kind of so, like a but every time, deal. Yeah, every time they sacrifice goats, I'm always like, but did you let one go? Right, right. The king had specifically commanded that this burnt offering and sin offering should be made for all Israel. Okay, so he's so not like, just Judah. Yeah, mm. he's trying to bring the lands back together, yeah, like all the chosen. Uniter. Yeah, all the chosen people. Okay. King Hezekiah then stationed the Levites at the temple of the Lord with cymbals, lyres, and harps, but not sacrifones. Sacrifones. That's what I'm calling saxophones from now on. Okay. Sacrifones. Yep. He obeyed all the commands that the Lord had given to King David through Gad, the king's seer, and the prophet Nathan. Okay. The Levites then took their positions around the temple with the instruments of David, and the priests took their positions with the trumpets. Burr, 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 burr. Then Hezekiah ordered that the burnt offering be placed on the altar. Okay. Oh, we're going to go step by step here, are we? Seriously. As the burnt offering was presented, songs of praise to the Lord were begun. I got to praise you like I should. <laughs> what? <laughs> Accompanied by the trumpets and other instruments of David, the former king of Israel. The, the, no the, shit. The really? The former king. David, yeah. David. I didn't know that. Who would have The known? former king. But they make it seem I'm like. Glad they clarified that. The one before last. The yeah, former. Right, yeah, the and former I'm like, one. no, there were there were several right. between him but and But you now. know that really important former king. Yeah. That yeah. David guy. In case you forgot, right? Because so, you might you might forget. It's true. You think I? I'm I not. couldn't forget because the chronicler is so in love with him, right? But yeah. you might forget. No, I I don't think I can forget. No, do you no. think our listeners could forget? Definitely not. Nope, no, nope. Yeah, no. David's right there. The entire assembly worshipped the Lord as the singers sang and the trumpets blew until all the burnt offerings were finished. Mmm, mm, yummy. Yeah. Then the king and everyone with him bowed down in worship. King Hezekiah and the officials ordered the Levites to praise the Lord with the Psalms written by David and by Asaph the seer. Who the fuck is Asaph the seer? I don't know. Apparently he wrote some fucking songs. Yeah, he's got some stuff to sing. Do you have any songs you would like to sing for us today? Not today, no. But maybe tomorrow? Possibly, but it's not looking likely. 
Did you check the eight ball? I checked the eight ball. Yeah, it says okay. not likely. Not likely. So they offer joyous, sh- joyous praise. Yeah. Joyous praise. Yes. And bowed down in worship. Then Hezekiah declared, "Now that you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord, bring your sacrifices and thanksgiving offerings to the temple of the Lord." So the people brought their sacrifices and thanksgiving offerings, and all whose hearts were willing brought burnt offerings too. So this is the bigger this after the. the- Pre-party thing? Yeah, yeah. This okay. is now they're spreading it out to the, like, the rest of the people. Everybody, come to the temple of the Lord. Because now the temple is clean and the priests that lead this are clean. And they got saxophones. Or no, they don't have saxophones. But they have music. There's stuff. music. And everything is They got purified. horns at the very least. All the, the temple, the things in the temple, and all the people that lead all of this, everything is now ready and open. We're all clean. Right. The people brought to the Lord 70 bulls, 100 rams, and 200 male lambs for burnt offerings. That's a little better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, comparatively speaking. Right. They also brought 600 cattle and 3,000 sheep and goats as sacred offerings. Now it's getting real. Now we're talking. Right. Now we're getting up there. right. But there were too few priests to prepare all the burnt offerings. Oh, damn it. So their relatives, the Levites, helped them. Until the work was finished and wait. more priests had been purified. Wait. Wait. What? They're not allowed. You have to be a Levite priest in order to do these things. So mm-hmm. you can't. People can't help with these things. That's no, what got out of their The Levites helped them. The Levites helped the priests. Look, all okay. Levites are priests, but not all priests are Levites. All right. All right. So the priests were running this stuff. And then they were like, uh, you know how y'all just purified everything, you Levites? Can you get back in here and help us? Because mm. we're out of So as long as you're priests. a Levite, you're okay? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. All Levites are priests, but not all priests are Levites. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yes. I'm not sure about that. I'm but, sure about okay. that. That's what it literally just said. Okay. That there were a bunch of priests and they didn't have enough priests, so the priests were like, can we get the Levites back up in here to help us? Right, but I took it as that the priests were the Levite priests, and then the like their wives and kids came up to help because they're Levites. And no, they... no, 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 no. That's not what it says. There were too few priests to prepare all the burnt offerings, so their relatives, the Levites, helped them until the work was finished, and more priests had been purified. Their relatives. They're it's literally saying that. Their relatives, the Levites. Yeah, the, so the pre, the relatives of the priests. No, 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 no. It says their relatives, the Levites, oh, helped okay. them. Yeah, the priests whose relatives are Levites helped them. Yes, the Levites. So the relatives of the Levites are priests. Like no, I'm not oh sure. Oh my what god! You're... Oh my god! All all Levites are priests. All the Levites are priests, but. Not all priests are Levites. They had to go get more priests purified. We're gonna we're gonna do a Q and A on this because I strongly, w- almost like ninety nine point nine percent think you're absolutely one hundred percent wrong here. Okay. Well, anyway, the Levites helped them until the work was finished, and more priests had been purified. For the Levites had been more conscientious about purifying them than the priests had been. There was an abundance of burnt offerings along with the usual liquid offerings and a great deal of fat from the many peace offerings. So the temple of the Lord was restored to service. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the temple's a go-go. Yeah. 
And Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced because of what God had done for the people, for everything had been accomplished so quickly. The end. Yay. That's a happily ever after. Happy, good with the Lord stuff. Party and party and yeah. Yeah. You guys go. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. God likes you again. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh my God, that reminds me. So you know how that song Friday, Friday, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's by Rebecca Black, right? Sure. Okay, so anyway, um, Whitney Avalon, she's a YouTube singer person. Okay. And she and um, Ali Spaganoff, I think? Yeah, that, I have okay. no idea. Anyway, she's about. another YouTube person. Okay. They just did like a 20 swing version of um, Friday by Got Rebecca it. Black. And it is so fun. Highly recommend, y'all. Go yeah. check it out. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Because it's 20 style and, and swing. Right. That's, you know? fun. that's fun. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's on that all I note, got. that was Second Chronicles chapter 29. Yeah. And we'll be back tomorrow with Second Chronicles chapter 30. We'll see you guys then. Okie dokie. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday besides the fact that I was wrong? Yeah. How are you? Who's a. Let's see. Who can be priests? Um, only Levites can be priests. Yeah. Which I said that. Right. The thing Wait. that I was wrong about was I said all Levites are priests, but not all priests are Levites. And the fact of the matter is not all Levites are priests. Right. So sorry I was wrong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was wrong and you were right. I'm just, you know, I mean, I... You brought it up. So. I was wrong and you were right. I was wrong and you were right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're the best and I'm the worst. You're pretty and I'm ugly. Whatever. The end. Anyway, mm-hmm. Hezekiah, he was kind of a good king, I guess, in God's eyes. He, there was much rejoicing. Yeah. They did so many. Um, they burn a lot of things. Burnings and cleansings. Right. And yeah, they and did. They, oh, they cleaned the defiled uh, um altars and stuff yeah. yeah and they opened the doors they did open yeah opening the door that's a big thing and they had not enough priests for all the people coming through there and they no. were like let's get some more priests up in here right and that's where we got into our little argument that you were right and i was wrong <laughs> yeah but anyway everything was good for god and they rejoiced right all right that was uh second chronicles chapter 29 sure as fuck was and today we'll be reading Second Chronicles chapter 30. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. It's Second Chronicles chapter 30. Okay. Here we go. All right. Cuz I'm I'm all excited. Um cuz it's more Hezekiah and he is so good. He's not dead yet. He's he just more like, than one chapter. He's just like his ancestor David, and we all know how awesome David was. Um, yeah, I guess. I want to marry him. He's Do so cool. You want? He did so much good. Would you want to marry me more if I danced naked in the street? <laughs> Goddamn right I would. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't marry you less. No. Yeah, well, I mean, we're already married, so you know. Oh my God, I was just imagining you. Dancing naked in the street. Wow. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
Well, because you don't dance, so well, no, no. The act in and of itself is It'd funny. Be more like a shimmy, you know. Right, yeah. but that's it's funny enough, and then Jesus, and then picturing you doing it naked. Okay, come back, come back. <laughs> I need you. I need you back. Okay. Ooh. Oh, that was hurting my laugh muscles. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, husband. Yeah. You're beautiful and I love you. Mm. Nice. <laughs> okay. King Hezekiah now sent word to all Israel and Judah. That's right. He was unifying. Unify. That's right. He's going to bring them together. Yeah. He was the opposite of Trump. Right. Mm-hmm. And he wrote letters of invitation to the people of Ephraim and Manasseh. He's like, come back. Be part of us. Baby, come back. <laughs> <laughs> ditch, ditch the golden cows. Yeah, stop doing them a sheriff hole dancing right, yeah. things. He asked everyone to come to the temple of the Lord at Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover of the Lord, the God of Israel. Mm. They go on Passover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The king, his officials, and all the community of Jerusalem decided to celebrate Passover a month later than usual. Mm. Is that something you're allowed to do? I don't know. That seems like that would be kind of set in oh, stone. Oh, here we go. Here okay. we go. They were unable. This should be parentheses voice, but it's not. It's not in parentheses, but it feels like it should be. Okay. They were unable to celebrate it at the prescribed time because not enough priests could be purified by then. Oh. And the people had not yet assembled at Jerusalem. Wow. So, okay. I mean, they were like, God, we want to praise you so much that we're going to be late. Please don't smite us because right. we're trying to praise you over here. Got it. We're trying to praise you so good. Yeah. No smiting. This is our rain out date, man. Smite or no smiting. <laughs> <laughs> Rain out date. This plan for keeping the Passover seemed right to the king and all the people. But did they ask God? That's, I'm, you know, I always wonder that. Like, did they ask God? When they do these things that are not correct, did they ask God? Because sometimes, sometimes it matters. Sometimes you just try to not let a thing fall on the ground and then you get smoked. <laughs> right. So they sent a proclamation throughout all Israel from Beersheba in the south. What's the difference that, between a proclamation and a declaration? Um, I don't, well, okay, um, mm, I don't know. Okay. Like, I want to know. I feel like, I feel I, like I, just, I, I, I mean, it just hit me just then when you said proclamation. I'm like, well, couldn't they just said declaration? But I don't know the difference, so, I, or if there is a difference. I think that they're, if they're not the same, they're very similar. Okay. So, well, I mean, I knew they were very similar. I just didn't know if there was Oh, this is going to stump me. I'm, <laughs> I will definitely Q&A the fuck out of that you think yeah yeah, yeah. make okay. a note of that i need to know declaration proclamation <laughs> sublimation what <laughs> so they sent a proclamation throughout all israel from beersheba in the south to dan in the north inviting everyone to come to jerusalem to celebrate the passover of the lord the god of israel party Woo-woo! the people had not been celebrating in had not been celebrating it in great numbers as required in the law. Wait, it's required to celebrate in great numbers in the law? I guess. What happens if you all die? I mean, the, hold You're on. breaking the law just by not having enough people? I think it's a poorly phrased sentence. Okay. Okay. It says the people had not been celebrating it in great numbers as required by the law. I don't think it's the numbers that are celebrate, that, that are required. I think that they're saying um, great numbers of them had not been celebrating it. And celebrating it is required in the law. Okay. I don't think the great numbers... I, I don't think that 
the law is like, you guys got to oh. celebrate in great numbers. Okay. okay. I think the law is like, y'all all got to celebrate. Got it. I just I think it's a very poorly phrased sentence. I could be wrong. I often am. Okay. I just was sure. yesterday. Right. Yeah. At the king's command, runners, runners were sent throughout Israel and Judah. I do not want to be one of those guys. No. Because you know why? Because they run. Don't you think you get a little bit outside of town? You're like, eh, I'm just gonna kind of. I'm gonna be a walker I'm now. Be a walk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a I'm stroller. Gonna be a hitchhiker. I'm gonna be a skipper. <laughs> hey, you got a cart, man? Can I just sit in the back for a bit? All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They carried letters that said, "Oh, people of Israel, return to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Israel, return to the God of Israel, so that He <laughs> will return to the few of us who have survived the." Re- conquest of the assyrian kings do not be like your ancestors and relatives who abandoned the lord the god of their ancestors and become an object of derision as you yourselves can see right do not be stubborn as they were but submit yourselves to the lord Mm. come to his temple which he has set apart as holy forever and so you can give us money mm-hmm. and we, offerings. We and do stuff. want that sweet, sweet cash. I, mean, I think that's really what they're doing. They're probably they're like, let's get some money from all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. why should we stop with just Judah? Yeah, exactly. Worship the Lord your God, so that His fierce anger will turn away from you. For if you return to the Lord, your relatives and your children will be treated mercifully by their captors, and they will be able to return to this land. Hello. So. If you just pray hard enough, they will come home. You're going to get captured. Mm-hmm. But if you pray hard enough, they won't treat you badly. Mm, they're already captured. They're I thought saying, they already sent them home. I don't know. It, it's all wishy-washy and timey-wimey. Okay. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful. If you return to him, he will not continue to turn his face from you. Maybe God should be the grown-up here and not turn his face away in the first place. Right. Maybe, maybe God should sh- show his fucking face, and then they wouldn't be bad. Maybe he could, like, personally reach out and, you know, teach society. That would be cool. How to be better. Oh, my gosh. Because he's God. And he could be a great leader of men. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, really, if he just showed his goddamn face. That's what I'm I saying. I think there'd be a lot of people be like, oh, I guess I better shape up. Yeah. You know? Because that one guy, man, he, he got smote when he... Just pick up sticks on the wrong day, so, you know. You wouldn't even have to make a huge, you know, it wouldn't have to be, like, all the time. It wouldn't have to be big. Maybe, like, once a decade, just show up and be like, yo, I'm God, yo. Don't forget me. Yeah, right? Don't forget. Yeah. The runners went from town to town, throughout Ephraim and Manasseh, and as far as the territory... And fuck you. I'm Zebulon. I thought it was a broken record for a second. Teary, 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 teary. I couldn't get it out. I was stumbling. And what's that word? What's that word where you... Oh, stuttering. stuttering. I was stuttering. Yeah. I, I was stuck, honestly. Okay. <laughs> Territory of Zebulon. But most of the people just laughed at the runners and made fun What? Oh, shit. I did look not expect at, Look at that dumbass running. Oh, I did not expect that. He's running for the Lord. Oh. Oh, he, I wonder if he dances naked. Mirror, mirror. <laughs> okay, sorry. I just got to read that again because I, I literally was not expecting that sentence. Yeah, yeah. But most of the people just laughed at the runners and made fun of them. Maybe they had silly costumes or something. Hey! <laughs> I'm just saying. You know. Bow! Hey! He comes to the Lord! <laughs> 
<laughs> I would make fun of them too. Right. However, some people from Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulon humbled themselves and went to Jerusalem. Mm. Go for them. Go for yeah. them. At the same time, God's hand was on the people in the land of Judah, giving them all one heart to obey the orders of the king and his officials who were following the word of the Lord. His hand was on them. I, I would... Wouldn't you... Get like, your hand off me, yeah, man! Yeah, so I... I but... Shouldn't they be following the Lord as a like? Shouldn't it be like in the order of Lord and then King, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they the way they phrase it is like King and then Lord. Mm-hmm. You 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 follow your King, and if your King is following the Lord, then y'all are in good shape. Yeah, in good hands. That that's what I've but been saying for ages now. Like, y'all are always going to be following the King. So yeah. if he didn't follow the Lord, then you're, you're all fucked. fucked. Right, you're just you're all across fucked. the board fucked. You're supposed to like die for your beliefs and like no thank you. No thank you. I'm I'm not willing to be a martyr for that. Right. Sorry. Yeah. I don't need to have a prayer thingy in my house that bad. Right, right. So a huge crowd assembled at Jerusalem in mid spring to celebrate the festival of unleavened bread. They set yeah. to work and removed the pagan altars from Jerusalem. They took away all the incense altars. Oh, I like incense. I thought they needed incense for the... Oh, whatever. Who knows? And threw them into the Kidron Valley. They were like, these are just bad. They've been burning too much bad stuff for bad reasons. They're they're a dime a dozen. You can pick up a new fucking incense burner at Dollar Tree on every corner. Just get a new one. I feel like they could have saved a lot of time instead of taking them all the way to a valley. Mm -hmm. Just burned them or melted them down. Probably. You know? Probably. But maybe the valley was right outside town. I maybe they didn't know. really want to melt them down or burn them because they're going to just go back and collect them later. Yeah. Just saying. That, that's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. On the 14th day of the second month. Okay. Keeping count. Mm, yeah. One month later than usual. The people slaughtered the Passover lamb. Wee! I like slaughtering. Yeah. That's a good word. This shamed the priests and Levites. So... They purified themselves and brought burnt offerings to the temple of the Lord. Wait, what? Is the Passover lamb like the turkeys that get a pass on Thanksgiving um, at the White House? They were already a month later than usual, and the, the people were like, we're doing Passover now, whether y'all are ready or not. Got it. And the priests and and Levites were like, oh, well, okay, uh, oh, I guess we're doing Passover now. Right, but why does slaughtering that lamb bring shame to them? I because thought lambs were part of the... You know, like, sacrificing stuff. Oh, do. I took it to be that it was because it was already happening a month late oh. is where the shame came I from. I feel like there's something else going on there. Yeah, I've probably got to look into that. But right, yeah. I have a feeling it'll be hard to find, but I'll see what I can find. Oh, I just I, I just wonder. Okay. It's interesting. The way Proclamation it was declaration. Right, yeah. Then they took their places at the temple as prescribed in the law of Moses, the man of God. Yeah. The Levites brought the sacrificial blood to the priests, who then sprinkled it on the altar. Yay, I love blood. (laughs) Since many of the people had not purified themselves, the Levites had to slaughter their Passover lamb for them to set them apart for the Lord. Hmm. Most of those who came from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulon had not purified themselves, Mm. as as expected. Got it. They're from further away. They didn't have time for all that. Right. But King Hezekiah prayed for them, and they were allowed to eat the Passover meal anyway, even though this was contrary to the requirements of the law. For Hezekiah said, 
May the Lord who is good pardon those who decide to follow the Lord, the God of their ancestors, even though they are not properly cleansed for the ceremony. This is like, um, you ever see the, the notices on the churches for like free meals tonight, you mm-hmm. know? This mm-hmm. is like the first free meal tonight. Yeah, you know? exactly. They're like, come on down, we got free lamb. Yeah. Just stop on in, any clothes will do, whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just, just forgive them across the board. But then they get you, they sink, they sink mm-hmm. their hooks in there. Oh, they They're do. Like, hey. It's You're like here, so it's like um have you seen those things where you win a prize and all you have to do is sit through <laughs> a three hour timeshare seminar? Right, right. But I've seen some of those like um somebody said that they got to go on a cruise. Yeah. Because they sat through a three hour timeshare. I'm like yeah, that seemed like a fair trade to me. I'm like, I'll do that. Right. I mean, I guess it depends where the cruise is taken off from, but right. like let's say it's taken off from Florida. We're in Ohio, like you already gotta take time off for the cruise itself was a couple days on either end to make the drive down right right right. i mean would you sit through a three-hour seminar yeah i'd be like oh yeah i'm listening right totally i'd even take notes i got those i got earbuds you know i'll just put an earbud in you can't do that just one i'll just have one in you gotta pay attention and pretend i'm gonna pretend you gotta make a good faith effort does it is that in the stipulations of the uh probably contract probably they probably will like Ask questions and point to you and expect you to be able to, like... We gotta sign up for at least one of these things just once, just to see what it's like. I know. I want to. Because I've always been curious. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Okay. That's that's our Q&A this Saturday. (laughs) I'm gonna find me... I'm gonna find me a timeshare seminar and win us a cruise. Okay. All right. Will you go on a cruise? Yeah. They're terrible for the environment. And Mm. you're supposed to get, like, really sick on them. And... As progressives and liberals, we're supposed to hate them. But I have to tell you, I've always wanted to go on one, like, real super bad. Got it. Well, so, then let's just go on one. Can just I, one. Can I still be a progressive and a liberal if I still want to go on a cruise? Not that week. But after that week, you're good again. Well, can I still be a feminist if I think that that one person that whipped out her titties in my own kitchen... Um, to breastfeed her child without any warning. Can I still be a feminist if that was not okay? Yes. Because it was in my house and that there was, was no that warning. Was different circumstances. That was that was personal circumstances as opposed to Can I still be a feminist? Overall. Okay. Yes. Okay. So okay. So I'm not a perfect feminist or progressive. I don't know if this shocks you guys. I don't know if anybody's perfect at all, ever. Well, that's disappointing. Mm. Now I can just die. <laughs> and the Lord listened to Hezekiah's prayer and he healed the people. Awesome. Okay. So he was like, I'll make an exception this time because y'all are trying. <laughs> so the people of Israel who were present in Jerusalem joyously celebrated the festival of unleavened bread for seven days. Okay. Each of the Levites and priests sang to the Lord accompanied by loud instruments. Not the not the quiet instruments, just the loud ones. The loud one. Right? Yeah, that that's the way it went. Exactly. Ahuga, ahuga, na 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 na. Right? Yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, that's precisely how the ceremony sounded right there. But without saxophones. Right. No saxophones. Hezekiah encouraged all the Levites regarding the skill they displayed as they served the Lord. Wait, what? So I would encouraged all the Levites regarding the skill they displayed as they serve the Lord. He, he was encouraging to them as they were displaying their skills to the Lord. Oh, I, 
That was a poorly phrased sentence. It was. It was. Like, even on second and third I had reading, to try. Yeah. You know. He was just basically like, yeah, good job, good, y'all. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. That's funny because, like, um, when I babysit a, my um, best friend's child, the yeah. two-year-old, right. and, and he puts something away, I tell him, good job. And it right. sounds like that's what this king guy was mm-hmm. doing. Good yeah. job. Even though it might have been, you know, shitty. Right. Because sometimes a two-year-old doesn't do things good and you still have True. to say, good job. Right. The celebration continued for seven, count them, seven days. Peace offerings were sacrificed and the people gave thanks to the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Mm. Yahweh. The entire assembly then decided to continue the festival another seven days. Damn. So they celebrated joyfully for another week. Man, you know why? a good old time. Because they was hungry and there was food and wine a-flowing. That's right? why. Yeah. That's why. King has a... T- has, has, let me try again. King Hezekiah gave the people 1,000 bulls and 7,000 sheep and goats for offerings. And the officials donated 1,000 bulls and 10,000 sheep and goats. Damn. Meanwhile, many more priests purified themselves. Hmm. The entire assembly of Judah rejoiced, including the priests, the Levites, and all who came from the land of Israel. The foreigners who came to the festival and all those who lived in Judah. There was great joy in the city, for Jerusalem had not seen a celebration like this one since the days of Solomon, King David's son. Damn. Wow, Damn. that's several generations back. It really is. really is. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then the priests and Levites stood and blessed the people, and God heard their prayer from his holy dwelling in heaven. The end. Okay. They had a big-ass party. Pate. Yeah. So I'm, I guess they're, yeah, they're... End the week with them all having a good old time. That's great. Yeah. I want one of those parties. Right? Yeah, just we'll invite all of our town. I don't want one of those parties. No. No. Okay. No, no. All right. We'll invite all the people that we like. That's still too many. It's too many? Too many people. Okay, well, whatever. We'll invite a few people we like then. Couldn't it just be me and you and we just Netflix <laughs> and chill? Sounds great. Okay. All right. Anyway, that was Second Chronicles chapter 30. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow is Saturday, and we'll be back with, assuming that you do the uh, research. <gasps> fuck off. <laughs> uh, there was holidays and illnesses. Gosh. We'll be back with... Q&A Saturday. And then on Sunday... We will have our sacrilegious book club, which will be... Our Jewish fairy tales and stories and things. Right. And then, assuming I remember, because I've been sucking ass too. You have. I will get the weekly replay up on Sunday evening at the very latest. Let us hope. Right. Yeah. Mm. Assuming I have my shit together and I remember. Yes. Which I should. Because I'm saying it right now. I'm like, hey. We have no reason. Do it, husband. We have no reason not to be on time this weekend. No. Okay. I mean, other than we're lazy and don't feel like doing it. Right. But. That's not or, this Or weekend. sudden sickness. Sudden we, sickness. We just had some crappy food that might, you Oh, know. my God. Like, I don't want to be mean to Chipotle, but whatever we got tonight, it was not good, oh, y'all. Oh, it was, like, the worst. And like, normally... Crunchy rice. Crunchy rice. Liquid in the bottom of the bowl. Oh, stop. You're going to make my stomach hurt. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. Normally, Chipotle was good, but tonight they failed me. It was, it was really bad. It was bad, like, y'all. really, really bad. Ugh. So... Sorry, hope you all anyway. get your shit fixed, Chipotle, because that, that one was not a good end. <laughs> right. So we'll be back on Monday. Yes. With Second Chronicles chapter 31. Which we're closing in on the end, right? Yep, yep, okay. yep. All right, we'll see you guys then.
Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? It's Saturday. It sure as fuck is. And what's on Saturday? Q&A Saturday. That's right. It is right. And what are we covering today? Today we are covering a couple of just nonsense. Wait, wait. What? So it's chapters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Chapters uh, 26 through 30 of Second Chronicles. Okay. All right. And then what in those chapters are those uh, couple of uh, things that we're covering? Well, there were a few guys we wanted to look up. But, guys? But there wasn't a lot on them. So instead, um, I just found a few various kind of things and whatnots. Various kind of things and whatnots, eh? Well, okay. So one is um, a vague rabbit hole. Okay. That I just, it was an interesting fact okay. that I found. Yeah. And another is we had a question about some word choices. Okay. Well, let's get ahead and get get, get on getting, into this. Getting, get, I, get, my, my, wow. You're My brain is having a meltdown right now. It's true. And I need to slow down. You do. Because shit. <laughs> because shit. <laughs> Indeed, sir. All right, let's go do this. All right, let's do it. Okay, so remember I said that there were some guys? Yeah, guys. And we had questions about them. One questions. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, stop. I'm being annoying, sorry. You are. Yeah. Okay, so one of them was Obed the Seer. And he was the guy that was like, hey, um, you took these people um, captive and you should let them go. And that's not nice. And Oh stop yeah, the guy them... that was talking to the Israelites. Yeah. Like, not the Give them Judah back. people, but the Israelites. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, okay, let's look him up and see, you know, who he, what he about. Right. Why is all of Israel listening to this one dude and about God? You know who he was? Who was he? Nobody? The guy that did that. The guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. That's boring. I know. Oh, okay. Um, there was a couple just other Some guys. dude just yelled at, at Israel. Yeah. Hey, Israel. Yep. Listen up. And they did. I'm nobody, but listen. Yeah. Okay. There were a couple of other guys, similar results. Just he, they I think were the you've, guys you've looked that, that up before, and, and like certain, like they just sprinkle in prophets here and there, mm-hmm. and With they no, aren't really anybody. They're just like there's no background on them. It's just so God can yell at a certain group mm-hmm. of people or a person yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I didn't have a lot of solid Q and A pertaining to these chapters and these are just general things yeah well i think okay. it's kind of difficult for our q a's right now just because we're recovering stuff that's right. already been covered right exactly so that that makes this a little bit more difficult on us right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it is what it is it is what it is but i did find this really interesting commentary um that talked about okay so remember how they were um turning their back on god right yeah um, there's somebody who said that the idea that they were turning their back on God could also be understood to be literal, not just metaphorical. Okay. Because according to Second Kings, remember when um, Ahaz, um, the altar was moved and they replaced the altars and all that? Um, like, they were doing bad stuff, right? Only kind of. Okay, I mean, well, yeah, I, yeah. Ahaz was a bad king and he had his people doing bad stuff. Right, right, okay? yeah. So, the, when they moved the altars, they moved them to the east. 
in the manner of pagan altars instead of toward the west as per God's command. Oh. So that way um, it was understood that they literally had to turn their back to the temple and the Ark of God to stand before the altar. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. Like, yeah. huh, huh. I guess okay. I could, I guess maybe, but it seemed, why would you, why would you make that a metaphor instead right. of just like, why would you say that they're turning their backs instead of just saying that they turned the altar and now they, like, it just takes one extra step, you know? Well, it I don't was know. basically, it's not that he's saying. I guess it could have been lost in translation too. That, but he's also, he's saying that. Um, it's interesting that, yes, they metaphorically turn their backs on God. Like, right. you know, you turn your back on lots of things, right? Sure, sure. But in this case, they were also doing it very literally. Got so it. it's not that they weren't turning their backs metaphorically. They were. Right. It's just that, oh, yeah, but they were also doing it literally. Well, I'd like to point out that this literal turning your back on God thing mm-hmm. was done by the fucking king yet again. Right. And the people ended up ultimately paying a price for that. Mm-hmm. For the king's actions. Yes. Not yes. their actions necessarily. Mm-hmm. They keep getting blamed for being bad. Right. But they're following their king who yeah. is, you know, generally going to be the person that is going to punish them and make the laws and rules. Right. So, And the king is like, we are going to pray to God over here instead of over there. And the people are right. like, oh, okay. What are they going to do? Go in there and change it around? Like, that guarantees you're going to die. Right. Because your king did that. And and let us point out, they're probably only going in to pray in the first place because they have to. I mean, sure. Partly. Many people do it because they have to even today. Right. For social reasons or what have you. Right. But... There might be some that truly believed. You know, I don't want to say that there wasn't because it's it's a, a belief that has lasted through millennia. Well, let me ask you this. I don't know how churches today are set up, but everybody who goes into a church, are they like paying attention to whether or not their altar thingy that their priest guy at the front of the room is talking to them? Are they paying attention to whether that altar is at... The east or the west? No. I don't know. You 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 always, you always have your person that you know checks the length of the grass, right? So I'm well, somebody okay. Is. There's there's <laughs> always that, but I'm talking about the people in general, right? Right. Not yeah. the fucking nosy ass busybody, right? Okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. So these people, they're probably just going into the church to do their thing, right? You know. Yep. So that was that. That okay? was that. That was that one thing. That okay. I found. All right. Okay. Here's the other thing, and I had some thoughts about it. We had questions about the difference between the words declaration and proclamation. Yes, we did. Because they are very similar. They are. They, it turns out, really are. Okay. Um, So I'm going to give you some definitions and some examples and then some food for thought. Okay. Okay. Sure. So a declaration is like an oral public statement, and it's often legalistic. Examples would include the Declaration of Independence, a Declaration of War, um, a Declaration of Items before you board a plane. But right? you could also say, I do declare. Yeah, you, you know, can. Yes, I do declare. Yeah, because it's an oral public statement. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. A proclamation is a type of declaration. Okay. Okay. It's a fo- formal public announcement or assertion. And it's often, it often comes from a head of a department or a head of state, a country, 
something like that. It's an assertion. Okay. okay. And it's often done via a publication. And it's usually a non-binding notice. And examples given are an announcement of the intention to marry. Like okay. when you send out your saved date. Save the date. Sure. That's basically That's a, a proclamation. proclamation. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now, here are two really, really big um, uses of each of the terms. And I'm going to give you some food for thought that they are being done exactly opposite of how they should be. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So for declaration, we have declaration of independence. Yeah. And for proclamation, we have the emancipation proclamation. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So based on what I just told you, a declaration um, would be not necessarily. Um, okay. How do I want to say this? Because I had this straight in my head like 30 minutes ago before we did this. <laughs> okay. Let me let me start over. Okay. So um, I said that a declaration is often legalistic, right? Sure. The Declaration of Independence was created by a group that was not yet a legal entity. entity. Right. Interesting, right? Sure. Now, the Emancipation Proclamation... And you could say that they were just asserting mm -hmm. their independence from... It should have been a proclamation. Right. Opposite of that is... The Emancipation Proclamation. Which was a law. Which was a law put forth by a legal entity right. that was a legal assertion. Right, right. That should have been a declaration. Got it. And that is my So you found thought. misprints in, uh, in, in U.S. history. Well, I don't... I wouldn't say they're misprints. I would just say that since we are asking the difference between the two words... Sure. And those are the most famous worldwide examples of the use of those two words. Right, right. I would I would propose, I, I would suggest, I would urge you to consider that perhaps those two should be flipped. That right. we should have the proclamation. the proclamation of independence and that we should have the declaration of emancipation. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I would... I, you know, it sounds stronger, actually, like the mm -hmm. Declaration of Emancipation. I yeah. like that, actually. Yeah. I think that's stronger. Yeah. So, I, I kind of... I vote... Well, I mean, you know, my vote would be, yeah, let's, get, let's I make mean, that happen. I mean, if Twitter wasn't such an asshole place right now, I would say do a Twitter poll, you know? Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't... Under, they, we, there's a, you, you don't get a chance to, like, explain your reasoning on a Twitter I poll. I so. just... It's kind of like um, I was in high school... Biology, maybe it might have been like my first year of college biology. I don't remember mm -hmm. when I found out that I can't remember if it was the um, alligator or the crocodile or both that were actually misfiled in the um, you know how they do the the kingdom and the yeah. phylum and all that. Yep. One of those categories. It's actually been found since that they were kind of mislabeled. Sure. And I've heard that somewhere. Probably from me. Well, yeah, yeah. But it, it's never been corrected because just, oh, well, that's what that's we call where they it are. now. Yeah. And that kind of thing bothers me. <laughs> like, how hard is it? Like, no, let's just fix it. This is what it is now. Sorry. Right. Kind of yeah. like how we decided what, what was that one planet that we decided it's not a planet anymore. 
Pluto? Pluto. Yeah. I always want to call it Jupiter. N- no. I know. Not, I know. Like, not even. That's why I don't try anymore because close. I'm like, no, I have the wrong one. Pluto. <laughs> it, we decided collectively, oh, we fucked that one up. It yeah. is actually not large enough or doesn't have enough mass or what the fuck ever reason. We decided. Right. It cannot actually be classified as a planet. Right. Yeah. So we are capable of making these corrections to errors. Sure. That is evolution. That is growth. That is keeping up with with new knowledge. You right. know? So right. it really bothers me that we can't talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. I bet there's a whole like subreddit for it somewhere. Oh, I bet it is. You think? Somebody yeah. somebody send me that conversation. I am so about <laughs> it. Like this is the kind of nonsense bullshit that doesn't matter to anybody else in the world and that really in the grand scheme of things is completely unimportant. Right, right. But this is the but kind of fun. shit that it gets me. This is the rabbit hole I live for, you guys. Yeah. 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 The correct labeling of items. Yeah. Love it. All right. And and, and that's all that, I have all we got? for the Bible. For the Bible. <laughs> yes. And, and US history. Well, I mean, I had to stretch well, okay. I really needed to know the difference between those two words. No, I you you made that clear on the podcast the other day. Well, here's the thing though. Like as soon as we got off the that podcast that day, yeah. I looked it up and I was like, "Oh, they're kind of the same-ish. Mm-hmm. This is going to take further further reading." Research. Like yeah. I thought it was just going to be like a here's this, there's that. Right. And But it wasn't exactly. No, as soon as I realized like, "Oh, this is going to be a good hour for me to figure shit out." <laughs> I was like, "Nah, nah." Yeah. No. So yeah. All right. Well, that was our episode here for today for um, Q&A Saturday for chapters 26 through 30 of Second Chronicles of Second Chronicles. And we will be back tomorrow. We're going to bring back our book club. Sacrilegious book club. It's been a couple right. of weeks. Set, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on you'll have, your I'll have replay, the weekly replay. Assuming yeah. you get it out on time at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That day. That hypothetically. night. That evening i mean it's come on guys it's it's new year's eve and and, and yeah. new year's day yeah. so if i don't get it out exactly on time just you know cut me just like the slightest bit of slack okay right right that'd be, that'd be awesome that okay. would be awesome um and then uh on monday, monday we will be back with second chronicles chapter 31 okay at one of these points you're gonna have to find out where it ends so that we don't accidentally say I the know, right? you know following chapters this instead of that i i want to say that there's like 38 or 39 chapters so got i it. think we got, got it. all next week before i gotta figure my shit out okay but all that's right. like one of my tasks um this weekend is to actually um update our uh sacrilegious discourse our schedule yeah our podcasting yeah because um, we just kind of do this fly by night thing where we just like what are we doing today? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do it. I know. And every time we finish uh, another book of the Bible, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to update that. Right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, everybody. And we'll see you guys tomorrow or sometime soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? Uh, it's late. It is late. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. And we're doing something to do with a book. It's Sacrilegious Book Club. Yeah, that's the one. We haven't done this in a little while, feels like. I know. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah I had to, like, page through and be like, where am I? What's happening? Well, for anybody that just tunes in for our book club, which I don't know that there would be a lot. But maybe there are. You never know. I right, don't know. Right, right, But if you just tune in for the book club, we're sorry. It's gone more 
It's, it's bi-weekly now. It's bi-weekly now. So here we are. We're on our bi-weekly Because we know, wanted thing. to um, better schedule in our Patreon episodes. Um, so we're doing those on our off weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And if you wanted some extra episodes from us, then go over and sign up on Patreon. Yeah, stupid. Because, you know, <laughs> we're having fun over there. It is fun. All right. So um, the book that we are reading is a treasury of jewish folklore awesome and the subtitle is this long thing when we get to it stories traditions legends humor wisdom and folk songs of the jewish people awesome and this book is edited by nathan osiebel okay okay yeah and today we are getting into some wise judges wise judges huh yeah as opposed to the dumb judges oh stop I'm so, I mean, just you know, stop as opposed to judges appointed by Trump. I mean, yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right. Uh, so let's go do this. Let's go do this. All right. Okay. So just to catch you up, since it has been a hot minute, um, we started reading A Treasury of Jewish Folklore and it's broken up into several sections and from there into further subsections. Okay. Section one, well, part one was Jewish salt. We finished that one. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Part two is where we're at right now. Heroes. Okay. Okay. And um, chapter one was wise men under which fell the sections wise and learned men. Got it. Parables, the ancient art of reasoning. And today we are at Wise Judges. Wise Judges. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So Wise Judges starts on page 76 of this book. Okay. Okay. Yep. And here are the notes that I took from that intro because there is an intro. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing the editor says is if it was important to have wise teachers and scholars as an indispensable social necessity, it was no less desirable to have Wise and incorruptible judges. Got it. Which I second yeah, that motion. I, right. I mean that that could Be go for today. today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says judges are often depicted as scrupulously honest men who have both the will and the courage to cut through the underbrush of deceit and legal technicalities in order to discover the truth and to dispense justice. I wish I still felt that way. Same. Like I wish that was the way. It felt today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't feel that way oftentimes. I think that's the way we're supposed to view judges. Right. That's 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 the the idealistic view of what a judge should be. Right. Um, The final thing that I recorded him as saying is, according to the Jewish view, a a corrupt judge cannot be a wise judge. Well, there you go. And there it is. Just be like, if I'm ever in court again and it's a corrupt judge, I'll be like, you, sir, are not wise. You are not wise. <laughs> I mean, definitely that would go for the Supreme Court justices that we have today. Right, right. Um, At least the extremely conservative ones with an agenda that they don't even bother pretending yeah. to hide. Right, right. Um, A note that I took was consider King Solomon. And then instantly um, I saw how wise I was in making that observation because the first two stories are about King Solomon. The wisest man ever. Oh, so wise. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just remember, like, his judgment. Uh, you know, he forced the two women to split the baby in half in right, order to right. determine who was the true mother. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's the kind of wisdom that these um, old-fashioned folk are going for here. 
The, I mean, while it was somewhat wise, what if they were both, like, even the real mother, what if she was just petty? Right. You or know? not able to... See past the moment, you know? Right. And, and I mean, I've been there. Right. You know? Yeah. Who hasn't, right? Right. Exactly. So, I mean, it. he might have just... If things had gone badly, he might have just have ended up splitting the goddamn kid in half. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a good uh, parable. It's not good in practice. Right. But it was effective in showing... That whole cutting through the bullshit that they, you know, alluded to here. Yes, yes, yes. So the first story is called The Old Man and the Snake and the Judgment of Solomon. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to read this because it's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Yep. It came to pass in the time of King David when his son Solomon was still a young lad that an old man walking along the road in wintertime found a half frozen snake in the road. Half frozen. Half. I mean, he was half frozen. Yeah. It's almost dead. Right. The old man, bethinking himself of the command to take pity on all creatures, put the snake into his bosom to warm it. Well, that was nice. Right? He's yeah. a nice guy. Right. No sooner did the snake recover than it coiled itself around the man's body and Son squeezed him so bitch. hard that he nearly died. Damn. Yeah. And the old man said to the snake, why do you harm me and try to kill me when I saved your life? If right. not for me, you would have frozen to fucking death. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Continuing, the old man said, let us go before the court that they may decide whether you are treating me justly. <laughs> now, this is a parable no, story I know, I know. in which um, it it's supposed to be um, that Solomon was so great and wise that he spoke the language of the animals. Okay. Like, that's something that I, I read in in these stories. I would, I would categorize that under crazy, not... Not uh, wise. But he, he spoke the language of the animals right. in, in this. So it, it makes sense. The story is in keeping. I got it. I okay? got it. Yeah. So the snake replied to the old man. Yep. I am willing to do so, but to whom shall we go? Mm. The old man replied to the very first thing we meet. So they walked together and first they met an ox. The old man said to the ox, stand still and judge between us. And he related to him how he had sna- saved the snake from death. And now the snake was doing all in its power to kill him. Because mm, okay. it, remember, it's still coiled around his body. Yeah, right. Okay? Yep. The snake replied, I am acting properly, for it is written in Holy Scripture, I will put en- enmity between the man and the snake. And mm-hmm. that's from Genesis chapter 3, that is verse true. 15. That is right? true. So yeah. he's just doing what the Bible told him right. to do. I mean, good on him. Yeah, you know? can't help he's, his nature. He's listening to the God, God's word. Yeah. He's yeah. like, fuck it, this is my job. And the ox replied, the snake is right in doing you harm, though you have treated it kindly, for such is the way of the world that if one does good to another, he returns evil for good. My old own master does the same. I work all day long in the field and benefit him a great deal. And yet in the evening he eats the best, and to me he gives a little oats and straw. My master lies in a bed, and I must lie in the open yard on straw where the rain comes down upon me. Mm. This is the way of the world, and therefore the snake is right in wishing to kill you, although you have saved its life. Mm. Yeah, okay? okay. The old man was very much hurt by these words. Further on, they met an ass. Mm. Addressing the ass, they said the same to it as they had said to the ox. Right. And the ass replied in the same manner as the ox had done. Okay, so the animal kingdom is all on board with the snake. They're I mean, like, dude, you're right. They're like, for better or for worse, I mean, you brought it on yourself yeah. because he's snakes, just, you know, sna- it, it's in the snake's nature to be an ass. Right. And, <laughs> you know, a snake gonna snake. What right. you gonna do? Yeah. 
Then the old man came before King David and complained of the snake. King David replied, the snake is right. Why did you not carry out the word of the scripture which says, I will put enmity between you and the snake? It sounds like we have a consensus here. Why do they keep asking? Therefore, I cannot help you, David continued. You did wrong in warming the snake. You should have let it die, for the snake is our enemy. Got it, yeah. The old man left the king with tears in his eyes, mm. and as he walked on, he met young Solomon in the field near a well. Okay. He had dropped a stick into the well and was ordering the servants who were there with him to dig deeper below the source of the well so that the water should run into the well and fill it and thus carry the stick up so that he could reach it. What a, I mean, that's a privileged ass little, <laughs> right? you know. Dig. Dig right? for me. Get my stick for me. Do the digging that I may have my stick. <laughs> but when the old man saw this, he said to himself, he must be a clever lad. I will put my case before him and maybe he can protect me from the snake. The snake still has not killed this guy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And he told him the story of what had befallen him with the snake. Solomon okay. replied, have you not been before my father? And the old man said, yes, I have been there. But he said he could not help me. Got Young it. Solomon said, let us go to him again. So they went together again before King David. And the old man had a stick in his hand upon which he leaned. When they appeared before King David, Solomon said, why do you not deliver judgment between this man and the snake? And King David replied, I have no judgment to declare. It serves him right. Why did he not keep what is written in the Torah? Then right. Solomon said, Dear father, give me leave to pronounce judgment between the two. Mm. King David replied, Dear son, if you think you can do so, go ahead without hesitation. Okay. Then young Solomon, turning to the snake, said, Why do you do evil to a man who has done you no good? And the snake replied, No, no good. Oh, I'm sorry, who has done you good. Oh, okay. I was thinking who has done you no harm, and then Got the word right. was good. Yeah. Sorry. He has done you good. And the snake replied, The Lord, blessed be he, has commanded me to bite the heel of the man. Then Solomon said, Do you desire to observe the Torah and what is written therein? And the snake replied, Yes, most willingly. Then Solomon said, if you to desire to do what is written in the Torah, then release the man and stand on the ground beside him. For it says in the law that the two men who have had quarrel with one another must stand before the judge. And that's from Deuteronomy chapter 19, verse 17. Okay. Therefore, you must also stand alongside of him. But it does say men. I'm just saying. The snake replied, I'm satisfied to do so. Okay. Because he right. knows he's in the right. He sure. read the Bible. I mean, they're already talking, so okay. And uncoiling itself from the man, he stood next to him. Then Solomon said to the old man, Now do to the snake as it is written in the law, for it is written in the Torah that you should crush the snake's head. Um, That's from, chap from Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Therefore do as is written in the Torah, for the snake has promised to accept the judgment of the law. The good old man had a stick in his hand, which he used in walking, for he was a very old man. So he lifted the stick and smote the snake on the head and killed it. What the fuck? And so the clever Solomon saved the old man from the snake through his great wisdom. Therefore, um, no one should do good to a wicked creature as the old man did. Wow. Right? That's kind of shitty, actually. Like, um, the snake was just being a snake, man. Well, what I wrote down was malicious compliance, though. Right. Because... Yeah. Um, obviously the right answer was 
the old man did a good thing. That's why he right. kept asking people. Yeah. Right? No, I, yeah. And evil kept doing evil despite that. And people kept telling him, no, evil gonna evil. So Solomon was basically like, all right, so we got to come at this another way. So right. he was like, fine, you want to quote the fucking Bible? Malicious compliance, motherfucker. Right. We gonna crush you then. Right, right. So. Okay, all right. I mean, it, it, I don't sure. think I don't necessarily think that was the moral I was supposed to take, since at the very end of the story, it says, you know, do no good to a wicked creature. Right. I don't think that that is right. the That's correct not moral a good answer. That right. wasn't the moral of that whole story. The moral right. of the story is malicious compliance when it's called for. Sure. Because evil there's always evil. there's always a loophole, right? Yeah. <laughs> but evil going to evil should never stop you from doing right. In the first place. Right. You know? Yeah. That's like, if I see my ex, I might well, think I twice before I save him from, you know, a, a fire. But well, the correct thing to do is to save him from the fire. Right. Just because he's evil, that should not stop me from doing what's good and right. Well, I take issue with the word evil. Just, okay. Just to be fair. Okay. Like, I don't really believe in evil and not evil. Like, I don't think okay. that there is... Good and evil per se. Okay. There is blurred lines and there are evil deeds and there are sure. evil actions, but there are not necessarily evil people evil or evil pe- things. But there are evil acts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. I mean, insofar as the word, you know, brings about the sense of what that means. I'm my man. Bleh. What? Brain, brain, brain not working. I mean, okay, so I think we both agree that the snake wasn't evil. It was just doing what snakes do. Yeah, so therefore it's not an evil act. Right. It's not even an evil snake. Right. But, so the problem, I guess my issue is this, is that people who are religious like to point out that there is good and evil, black and white. Right. And it's not, that is not the case. There are nuanced Things all the way from good to evil. You know? Well, that's and why I kind of liked the story because it was kind of nuanced. Like, right, was right. the snake evil? No. Was it doing an evil thing? Well, I mean, well, not that's, really. That's, I mean, that's why I had to step back for a minute. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to call the snake evil. I don't want to call the guy good. I don't want to say either way. I mean, you know? like, I think that he did a good thing by trying right. to, you know, all God's creatures, great and small, right? Sure, Do sure. no harm unto others. Right. Right. But he also, being a human and knowing snakes, would have known that the snake has the possibility of being dangerous. But then now he's trying to. He he. In in the end, the snake got killed for being a snake, and the snake was willing to walk along this thing to be judged. And finally, they tricked him into being judged and smashed him. Okay, but they were presenting the judge, or they were presenting the snake as someone who can be reasoned with. Right. Right. So the snake was having it both ways. In in one sense, he was like, I'm just a snake, yo. Right? I yeah. can't help my nature. Right. And then in the other hand, he's like, but I'm totally a reasonable man who can stand beside you for fair judgment. Yeah, yeah. So your story, like your take on the story, it depends on whether you are referring to a snake and that's just his nature or someone who can actually be reasoned with and was hiding behind you know, what? Right. I'm just a snake doing what snakes do, man. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. I don't know. I kind of feel like 
it was an interesting story. Regardless, yeah, no. it, it gave me a lot of thought because I was like, I don't think you. Did... I, I liked the story. It was a good story. Yeah, I don't think they did the right moral at the end. Right, right. And I still say malicious compliance in order to defeat evil, whether you believe in evil or not. This story was trying to present evil. Right. And sometimes you have a shitty situation with a shitty boss, for example. Yeah. You know, and. Like, I keep reading all these Reddit things. I love the, the Reddit category, whatever, subreddit, whatever. I don't know all the words, vocabulary. <laughs> um, but the one, there is one called malicious uh, compliance. And it's the one where um, bosses, particularly either in HR or finance officers, yeah, are, like, trying to save the penny. And so they cut back on things like um, employees... Being able to clock in or particularly the one I see a lot is um, Europeans um, being given, um, uh, what are they called? Like company cars. Mm -hmm. And these finance officers and HR reps and stuff are saying, you know, oh, you guys are spending too much money on this. So then the employees come back. Oh, you think we're spending too much money this way, huh? Did you ever look at it the other way? And so then by doing exactly by the book. They yeah. end up costing the company thousands. Right, right. So I just, I, I like this kind of like justice learns its lesson sure. kind of thing. Yeah. So, okay. That was one story. Story number two is on page 78 and it's called Whose Was the Blame? And it also involves Solomon. So I thought I'd read it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Whose Was the Blame? An otter came one day and complained before King Solomon, saying, Alas, my lord and my king, was it not thou that didst spread good tidings of peace and truth to all dwellers upon the earth in thy time? Didst thou not likewise ordain peace between one wild creature and another? Hmm. And who hath broke this peace? I don't know. Solomon. Who? Yeah. I went down into the water, answered the otter, to hunt for food. Wait, he was hunting for food. Hunting. And, mm. oh, dang, you got right to it. Oh, Shit. sorry. Okay, oh, we got a whole story my here. My bad, I'm just, I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. And my whelps I had entrusted into the hand of the weasel, but it rose up against them and destroyed them. And now the blood of my innocent children crieth out to me, death to the slayer. Hmm. And the king commanded that the weasel be brought before him, and he inquired of it, Was it thou that slew the otter's children? And the weasel said, It was I, my lord the king, but mm-hmm. as the king liveth, it was not with intent or evil purpose. Right. I heard the woodpecker as he thundered with his beak, giving forth the sound of the drum, proclaiming the summons to war. And so it was that as I sped to the battle, I trampled on the children, but it was not with evil purpose. Oh, man. And the king called the woodpecker and asked, Didst thou summon an alarm to, or sound an alarm to summon people to the fight with the thundering of the drum? And the woodpecker answered, I did so, my lord the king, but I did so because I saw the scorpion wetting its dagger. Oh, man. And the king called the scorpion and asked, Why wast thou wetting thy dagger? (laughs) Sorry, that was hard for me to say. That, like, really got my stutter action going. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Why wast thou wetting thy dagger? Yeah. Whew. And the scorpion answered, because I saw the tortoise furbishing its armor. Mm, okay. And when the tortoise was inquired of, 
it said in its defense, because I saw the crab sharpening its sword. Okay. And the crab answered, because I saw the lobster swinging its javelin. Right. And the king commanded the lobster to be brought, and he reproved it, saying, Why didst thou swing thy javelin? And the lobster answered and said, Because I saw the otter going down into the water to devour my children. (laughs) Then the king looked toward the otter and said, The weasel is not guilty. The blood of thy children is on thine own head. He that soweth death shall reap it. Mm. I mean, yeah. It's interesting. It's a great story. I like it. I like it. But again, you can't. I mean, they have to eat. So what are you supposed to do? Well, I think it's interesting that. This story is right on the heels of the other where he told old man, go ahead and kill it. Right. But I mean, I'm I'm kind of on purpose missing the point here mm-hmm. because it's an interesting, like, you know, yes, this all happened because of it's the butterfly effect sort of. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it all happened because of this first thing. Mm-hmm. So. But both times somebody, I don't know, like in the first one, it was supposed to be always do a good thing. Like take care right. Like, the old man was, take care of God's creatures. And in this one, he's like, whatever, y'all killed yourselves. Right. I want to hear it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I just, I found those interesting, both involving King Solomon and both back-to-back and both involving animals that are just doing their own nature. Yeah, but I think, I mean, the message is something along the lines of, you know, you could almost relate it to politics going on right now, like the... The January 6th stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, these people are, are waving their hands and crying foul for things that they're causing in the first place. You know, oh, yeah, like, definitely. It's just, it's just like self... Self-fulfilling, problematic right. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so... Oh, I listened to this fantastic piece today. Um, I forget what it was on. I'll I'll send you the link to it if you're so inclined. Okay. Um, but it was about this librarian who uh, was a school librarian, and um, she found in her um, small town that there were these um, parents who were attacking some of the books in in the library. Right. 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 And they were calling them sexually problematic books mm-hmm. and yet the only ones that they had pulled out of course were the ones that were for regarding gay and trans right of course situations yeah. and you know there the the scenes that they read sure we could talk about are those appropriate for school libraries etc whatever right but the fact that you only pulled gay and trans ones and not any problematic ones from straight relationships who are equally Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Have material that's not always comfortable. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that was interesting. And um, the librarian was like, you know, over my dead body, will these books be removed? Because, you know, a, a teenager, a 15 year old finds yeah. this book on the shelf called um, This Book is Gay. Right. That was the big one that that was the problem. Sure. Okay? Yeah. This teenager 15 year old finds this book called this book is gay on the shelf it speaks to him he pulls it open he starts looking through it says yeah i need to read this this one's for me Mm -hmm. walks all the way across the library with it in front of all his peers who might see it might not whatever right puts it down before this old bag at the counter and says i want to check this out that's an act of such bravery 
that that teenager, he is going to read that book. If right. he wants to read that book, he's going to read that book. And yeah. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure those kids can read those books that right. speak to them like that. Yeah. And I was just like so full of admiration. So, okay, this guy um, that's on the school board comes to her and says, hey, I heard a rumor that at the school board meeting tonight, there's going to be somebody attacking blah, blah, blah. Sure. So this is during the time of um, coronavirus, whatever. So um, they're all being um, aired online. Right. And so she's watching online this meeting. Yeah. And not only are they talking about the material, but all of a sudden the librarian's name falls from the fucking lady's lips. Accusing her personally of being a pedophile and grooming. And how dare she check this book out to her child and... The librarian is like, oh, my God, like, they talk about your jaw on the floor. Right. And to hear my personhood, my livelihood, my professionalism, my training, everything that I am and who I have become and all of my education attacked like that. Like, right. what? Right. And so um, they did they did this uh thing where they were like okay you know we'll look into it Mm -hmm. right and decide collectively whether they need to be pulled or not sure so at the next school board meeting it was so crap like the majority of the meetings nobody hardly showed up especially since they're being aired online right right Right. the next one was so crowded they had to move it to like this giant auditorium (laughs) and about 30 percent of the people were parents going yeah pull these books they're trash you know fuck that The other 70% were students lined up down and around the fucking hallway and with all professionalism saying, this book saved my life. Or I need the choice to be able to, you know, read what material I deem is going to be helpful for me. Or this is how this librarian helped me, blah, 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 blah. Like, it was astounding and amazing. That's awesome. And so, in the end... um, they did take a vote. There, there was more research on should we or shouldn't we pull these books. They took the vote. Two people abstained from voting because clearly they had kids in school and felt threatened to right. make a to make a decision one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were some that did vote no, but the majority of the people who voted voted no. Keep these fucking books on the shelf, you dum dums. Right. So all the books got to come back. Okay. Yeah. So in the end. They were like, yay, this library, this community, this school, and this librarian, they won. Right, right. right. But the lady that originally made the first complaint, she's a lawyer. And she decided, oh, no, no. Oh, wow. So she is now running for the school board. Oh, my God. And so they're like, had we just let the one book go, maybe we would have one more in the long term but now because all the books get to come back yeah it's like we lit the fire that they laid yeah (laughs) and so they're like we won the battle but probably lost the war and then they were talking about how the terminology that was used and the fact that it was only the gay and trans stuff that was pulled right in question they were like this this kind of stuff is happening across the country in small communities oh it is it is I mean, I, I hear it all the time. There's always some story about it somewhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Listening to this librarian, though, it was so sad because she's like, here's what's going to happen. I have like two years left before I retire. Right. And I'm tired. 
And yeah. I'm just trying to get there. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't do this. I cannot keep doing this fight. This is not what I signed up for. It breaks my heart. Like my profession is being just, you know, oh, it hor- is. horrendously This is a cut. new thing that's started happening, not just in school libraries, but libraries right. across America. Yeah. For, I mean, we should probably do something about this. Like we should probably do an episode about this at some point. I think just we probably should. Just because it's part of our passion, like who we are, you know. Yeah. We love books. And we, we ought to start going to you know. our local school board meetings. Definitely. To make sure Definitely. that the people that are there are in this community. Yeah. As should we all. We should. I mean, I think one of our, you know, things that we always talk about that we don't do enough of is being involved in local politics mm-hmm. because that's where you can actually make a difference. And, and can, it's obvious and, that the Republicans, right wing and Christian coalition have got that message. Right. Right. And we haven't. Yeah. They've got no problem doing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, that was um, the last story that I wanted to read. Okay. And, um, yeah. So that was our book club for today? That was our book club for today. Next time we'll be getting into, um, I think it's something about riddles. Let me see. Yeah, riddle solvers. Mm. So I'm pretty excited about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we're sorry this came out late, but it is, after all, New Year's. So happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2023. May it treat you well. And Definitely. if you had a lousy 2022, I hope this one's better for you. And we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks for the next book club. Mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be going over what she just said. So, yeah. all right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. God, stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep, we have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.